0: Follow us on Apple Podcasts or anywhere else you listen.
3: Movie Show. It's a lot of nonsense. A little nonsense roused by the wisest. Man. With Doug Wright and Steve Sales, the week's big movie review, movie news, games, and prizes. Here, here's Doug Wright. Fame went to my head. Very intoxicating. On KSL News Radio, 102.7 FM at 11:60 AM.
4: That is the movie show, Stephen, coming to you live and direct from the Megaplex Theaters. Here in Sandy, Utah.
2: And in the VIP lounge. We
4: are in the VIP lounge. I mean, uh I thought they were going to lock the doors in or out. And then just go, okay, call the police. You know, we finally got got them. We finally got these guys. All right, before we do anything, we've got to do the movie show preview. All right. Because it is sponsored by a great friend. Of the movie show and that's Call Climate Services. Oh, we love them. We love <laughs> you especially. You're kind of a late bloomer, but did I tell you, did I tell you? Was I right or was I right? You were right. For I once was right. <laughs> for once. <laughs> Call, <laughs> Climate <laughs> 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 Call Climate <laughs> Services. Okay, it's the movie show preview.
3: The following preview has been rated G and is appropriate for all audiences.
4: The movie show. Special feature. Okay, the flash is the big movie of the week. But we have a couple of big movies. We do. Elemental yes. is also a big movie. It's going to be interesting to see how they all do at the uh, the box office. They're going to duke it out this weekend. They're going to duke it out, but they're really, well, you know, they, they are cross-ventilating a little bit, you know? I mean, Elemental isn't just a kid's movie. No, not yeah. at all. We're going to tie the Pixar, I mean, we're Might talking. Might be the first
2: romantic comedy that they've ever done.
4: Between fire and water. Yeah, and we'll gonna... talk about how that works. That's right. The blackening and uh, It Ain't Over Extraction 2. I saw that. Oh, you did? Holy cow. You know what? I was impressed. That was should too. be in theaters. I, absolutely. Come on, absolutely. Absolutely. You and know, I saw Extraction 1, and I thought, good grief. How are they going to follow up on this? They did a great job. Oh, it, I thought it was better than Wow. I did, too. I did, too. The Angry Black Girl and Her Monster. Okay, I didn't get a chance to see <laughs> that one. You didn't see
2: that one? But it looks it's a, like a Frankenstein you know she creates a monster out of her dead brother and you know it's a a urban kind of a Legend story. So right. it
4: looks pretty good. We've got streaming things coming up too. We've got our movie news, and we've got the commission herself is going to be joining us. The yeah. commissioner of the uh, Utah State Film Commission will be here. It's always fun to have Virginia Pierce wow. on tap. She's wonderful. I think we're going to have to do telephone torture while she's here because I love the way she interacts and plays into it. She goes, I knew that. Kind of like Blake that. does. She just, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, Blake weeps when we have a loser. She's like, no.
2: I know, no. I
4: know. I a loser. We can't have losers. All right. And what else are we going to be doing? We've got uh, the movie show Top Ten and a whole lot more. And Telephone Torture has spectacular, fabulous prizes worth up to dollars from the Megaplex theaters in three different categories. One includes Dear Old Dad. Yeah. If you don't pick the Dear And honestly, Old Dad if you don't
2: pick that, what is wrong with you? you We've got to do some math on that one.
4: You know, this is a very special program today, Steve. It is. We're very honored. And, I mean, Gail Miller is here with us and Gail, It really is an honor to have you here. One of one of my final movie shows. You know, after this one there's only 3 to go.
1: Well, Doug, it's such a pleasure to be here and be part of your program.
4: You know, I over the, the now many many years that I've been in broadcasting, it's amazing how many times uh, my broadcast path has crossed with the Miller family. And True. It it has just been wonderful, you know, going back to when I first met Larry and then got to know you better and your kids better. It it's been a great, great legacy and to be here back here at the Jordan Commons Theater almost twenty three years now. Wow. You know, wow. is it 24? Yeah, 24. Almost next 24. Year, yeah, next year will be
5: our 25th anniversary. Yeah,
4: yeah. Blake is here with us. Seems
1: like yesterday. It does seem it does. like yesterday.
4: <laughs> you know, I, every, almost every time I'm here, we reflect that we were out in the hallway, kind of as you come up the main concourse toward the, what used to be the ticket office and still to a degree is. But we were there set up on a broadcast not dissimilar to this, Larry was sitting basically where you're sitting, and we were talking about what he was doing, what he wanted this theater chain to become. And I I say this, and it was literally true. They were still sweeping the floors, getting it ready for the opening that weekend. That's the way he did things. It It was remarkable. You know, and I've always teased Blake, you know, we could weasel all kinds of things out of Larry.
2: You know it's able, a softy we go well what's next Larry and he would just <laughs> spill his guts <laughs> I remember <laughs> when he said I want to build a racetrack at in are like sure yeah that's when like he said you know I'd like to have
4: you know 70 to 100 screens at one time and we Steve and I kind of look at each other going yeah okay well it is Larry Miller I mean, good, good yeah. luck on that
1: yeah now I think we have what 179 that's great. great
4: I know isn't it, wow. it is it is simply amazing Gail as you look at what particularly the theaters have become I mean the the LHS Jim Legacy is just, you know, we could talked for hours and hours and hours about it. But since this is the movie show, you know, he, he always referred to, and when I've talked to you, you've said the same thing, that going to a movie was a big deal for you and Larry.
1: Oh, absolutely. We lived in the downtown area and had no car, very little money the only thing that we could do that was a diversion from walks was go to a movie and we would always have to dig for the last penny to buy the tickets (laughs) (laughs)
4: reaching into the couch. huh? Right. Yeah. You know, when I look at, at Jordan Commons, this is such a unique theater. I mean, and the way it has been maintained over the years, updated over the years, it is every bit as revolutionary today as it was when it opened back in 1999 But the one thing that still tickles me to this day, because I'm of the generation, I look at the gym, I look at the Uptown, I look at the Rialto, I look at all of these names that are the theaters that my friends, I lived in Sugar House, so we'd have to... We'd have to, you know, weasel a bus token out of my grandmother, and my friend Ross and I or whomever, we would go downtown, we'd go to the uptown, we'd see a Jerry Lewis movie there yeah. or whatever. Well,
1: that, that's what this was built after, yeah. the memories that we had as kids going to movies. That's exactly what happened here.
4: I remember on that initial broadcast that we did from here that Larry said, we're, we're going to keep these theaters clean. There's going to be no sticking to the floor. And, and, by the way, we're going to serve food. And, again, Steve and I look at each other like, ah, you're going to serve food? Really? And yeah. now, look, you are the trendsetter.
1: Well, no sticky floors, no squeaky seats, good right. sight lines, <laughs> be able to see the, the, the screen from every seat. I mean, he had vision, but yeah. it came out of what we encountered when we went to movies. You know, you'd get on the floor, or walk on the floor, <laughs> your feet would stick.
4: I know. And if you ever dropped anything, you hardly yeah. dared put your hand right, right. We, so. can, we can all remember those uh, good old days. As you think about the theaters in particular, you know, what, what are some of your fondest things? What have you enjoyed most about having this legacy under your family's name?
1: Well, I think it's like everything we've done. The joy comes from bringing enjoyment to others and being able to say, we did something that people can go to and feel good about and have a, a night out with their family and and see a movie that's worth seeing. So right. those are the things that mean a lot and did to Larry. And we've, we've continued that legacy and hopefully it will go on for a long, long time.
4: I've been so impressed not only with the growth. Growth is, is good, but growth for growth's sake. Edward Abbey used to say that's kind of the philosophy of a cancer cell. It has to be growth with a purpose. Right. And what the purpose has been and what you have done. I look at just the innovation right now. It's summertime, and we're going to celebrate that, by the way, in the telephone torture segment, the summertime theme of, of movies. But during the summer, what you do for kids. You know, I brought this in a little while ago. I showed it to Jeff V. Whipple and also to Blake, and it was my pass to the Villa Theater. Because all of the Highland uh, Drive merchants would, you know, if you came into right. their store and bought something, then they'd give you a ticket to go to the Villa Theater on a Saturday morning and see a movie. You guys have taken that concept to a whole new level, and I look at how sensitive that is and what you've brought. It's amazing.
1: Well, I, I give credit to Blake. He is a person who, who gets it. Yeah. He knows where the meaning is and how to how to apply it so that it it reaches those who really can, can uh, make something out of it.
4: It's not even just the traditional Saturday movie, but the care that you put into it, how affordable it is. And for people who it's even hard to afford a dollar, yeah. you know, they're accommodated as well. The sensory, that has so impressed me too in these theaters because, you know, we're, we're in an era where we really are trying to care more about those who have some interesting challenges or just are a little different. That's and, true. Boy, to, to have a, a theater where the lights are up a little bit, the sound is turned down a little bit. Yeah. I mean, who, when we were kids, who would have thought of that?
1: Well, and, and you know, hearing uh, deficits. Right. I mean, across the board, all the things that can make it enjoyable for the masses, we try to do and it all comes from Blake. He's, he's just masterful. <laughs> she
4: gives me way too much credit. No, to. no. You know, you do have an amazing crew. We do. And we've seen them from the very, very beginning. The people who manage your theaters, and we have some very, very dear friends that we met through the Larry H. Miller Megaplex Theaters, And I think of those, you know, who are in your marketing department, those who book your movies over the years. Boy, that's a gift in and of itself.
1: They are so dedicated, and we're grateful.
4: Where do you want to see the theater chain go?
1: Well, ideally, it would continue in a vibrant way, and we'll continue to draw in people. I think we're bringing them back. I I know there was some worry about are they going to go to streaming, but I think we're bringing fans back into the theater. I think that that happens because it's a way to get out of the house and go be in a place where you are immersed in something other than your everyday cares. And you can enjoy the lights down, your popcorn, just forgetting everything else and enjoying the evening.
4: Isn't that important? That's been such an important part. I watched the movie Chaplin again the other night. I hadn't seen it for a while. And, you know, It was one of those you just Surfing the channels, and it came up, and I I remember in the introduction when he was receiving his Academy Award after having been in exile, literally, that they said that he was master of the art form of the 20th century, mm. and it was it was and still is. But boy, when you think of the dawn of movies and what they have become, it truly was the art form of the 20th century and the way it is continuing into the 21st century right now is just remarkable. Your description too, you know, you mentioned when you and Larry were basically couch fishing to find the the money that you could go see a movie. And we've all been in that situation at one time or another as a kid and so on. But even during the Great Depression, the historians tell us, David McCullough tells us that people would scrape up the money the 10 cents, the 15 cents, the 35 cents for a big movie. Right. You know, and they would go and they would see that during the Great Depression just for the very experience and escape you mentioned.
1: Right. And it's so important. You have to have something to change your your to move you out of the day-to-day difficulties that are coming along. And yeah. and I think life is getting even more hard with all of the social media challenges and the The things that we deal with now. So we're just grateful to be able to provide a a way for people to do that. It
4: it is truly amazing. Our mutual friend here on the movie show, Sean Means, who has written for the Tribune for so long. I remember once we we were talking movies and he was expressing and he said, you know, movies are meant to be seen (laughs) communally with people you know and don't know in the dark, bigger than life and it really it's a communal experience it should be
1: that's a great great visual
4: yeah gail you know I've, I've been reflecting a lot over the 55 years that i've been in broadcasting the 45 years at ksl and you know one of the things i'm going to miss the most uh when those crossroads do occur and i have the chance to to be with people such as yourself and larry and your family And it it has truly been a joy. And you guys have done a lot of great things, not only for the community, but for me.
1: Well, Doug, it takes all of us. And you will be missed. You are a a legend. And uh, I think of you and I think of stability and common sense and the ability to explain things in a way that are understandable and bring the opposing views together. I think you've just been masterful. So thank you for what you've done and for your career.
4: That is so kind of you. You know, one of my uh, unrequited things, and I've I've told you about this, I was driving down to Eureka one uh, night with my mom and cell phones were not new, but they weren't anywhere near as sophisticated as they are now. And I was just on a sweet spot on the west side of Utah Lake driving down to Eureka and I looked, and I didn't recognize the number. And I, I, I took it and pulled over, and I said hello. And he goes, "Hi, Doug. This is Larry Miller." <laughs> I went. First of all, you know, d- dumb. I thought, well, how did he get my number? Well, Larry could get anybody's number, you know. <laughs> I mean, and he said, "Hey, I, uh, you know, I've got this racetrack out in uh, Twila." And uh, I'd, I'd like to invite you to come out and really put some of the Mustangs to the test. You know, come out and drive. I hope you
1: did. <laughs> and I
4: didn't. I, oh. We just never put it
1: together. Oh, that's a shame. It
4: was just unrequited. That was and
1: something he loved to do was share that with, oh, yeah. with special friends.
4: And that that's what's so amazing is the, the range and the vision of your family and the things that you've been into and the things that you are going now I mean, every conversation about baseball lately has been yeah. <laughs> you know, has had your name attached to it. Is that crazy or what? <laughs> no, I think it's of course it's crazy. Yeah. But so yeah. was you know the Utah yeah. Jazz, and so was this movie theater, and so many other things that you and Larry and your great family have done. Gail, I'm honored to know you, and I'm really honored that you'd be here today.
1: Well, thank you. It's my honor, Doug. Uh,
4: It means more to me than you know. Well, thank you. Thank you so much.
1: And I wish you well. I just hope the rest of your life is everything you want it to be.
4: And did you notice, Gail, uh, Gail, I never brought up to Gail Blake. The Eureka Microplex. I'm so glad you did. Oh,
1: I I had an answer. You did? (laughs) Okay, well, let's let's
4: talk about the Microplex. You know, we're thinking maybe a 72-inch screen.
1: (laughs) I think no is the answer. (laughs) Portable. That's
4: right. We've already been the portable route. Gail, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you, Doug.
1: It's been my pleasure. Gail
4: Miller with us here on the movie show. Let's take a break. We'll be right back, and we've got the big movie review of the week. Stay with us.
3: And Hollywood news, the KSL movie show. Wow,
4: I'll tell you, Blake, that was uh, a real treat, wasn't to have it? Gail Miller stop I, by.
5: I have the honor and privilege to getting to spend a little bit of time with Gail and the Miller family, and it is always such a treat to wow. be with her.
4: You know, it's amazing. Uh, I'm, I'm still just in awe that uh, you know she should take the time to come out, and uh, <laughs> you know, I remember. Each and every opening of every theater. This one primarily, of course. But the one I remember kind of second to this one was Ogden. Yeah. And uh, first of all, there's such a great story there with Mayor Godfrey and Larry. And I mean, basically, Matt Godfrey just said, I'm going to go sit in the office (laughs) until I can see him face to face because he's the key. To the rebuilding of downtown Ogden.
5: Yeah, you it, think what that did to that whole area was yeah. blight before that. Absolutely. It's, just, it's still thriving.
4: Absolutely. Yeah. But the other thing I remember, Larry would always catch me off guard. And uh, I remember they were up there, and you had that great big you know, reel of 70-millimeter film. And he was up there, and he just looked over because we had been doing a broadcast just like this. And he said, Doug, come on up here. And he say a few things. <laughs> Good grief. What a, boy, talk about, you know, uh, being called out of the congregation, right, right. as it were.
5: Well, Doug, I, just, I know how much you mean to the Miller family and uh, what you mean to the community. And uh, I think it, it's quite an honor that Gail would come here and honor you that way today and wish you the very best. And, I'm,
4: I'm deeply touched. I really am. And, you know, it's kind of interesting. It's kind of a, a bookend. The first time I ever did... Uh, a show here with Steve, of course, was with Larry Miller. Yeah. And, you know, this won't be the last, because we're going to do a special edition of the movie show. Oh, Jeff was telling me that. On That's ther- great. On yeah. Thursday night to the 29th, uh, 29th, on the 29th. But basically, the the last kind of regular movie show was with Gail. The first movie show at the Megaplex Theaters with, was with Larry. And and I think it's of, special. I think of the Miller family that's been kind of uh, out of vineyard. We were there with Greg and everything. Just fond fond memories. Boy, you've got a
5: big weekend of movies. Holy smoke! A Pixar movie and The Flash. Good grief! It's exciting and good movies. It's fun to see so many people coming back and the movies doing well and. It's just – there's just an energy, and it feels like the summer of days gone by that, you know, people are back. Summer movies are back. Yeah. It's just a fun environment.
4: And, you know, this is something I didn't mention when Gail was here, you know, the things that you guys do to really make movies affordable. But every time there is a screening at a Megaplex theater on a Tuesday night –
5: I almost want to go, what are you thinking? <laughs> yeah, I wanted to take an Uber. I couldn't even find a parking space Tuesdays. It's just been a wonderful thing. You know, we started that here. A friend of mine back east said, you know, that their, their theater chain was experimenting with it. And we brought it here. And it, it, you know, it's just spread, and, and I, I just think it's a really fun night. It's, it's one, it's like a weekend night now. It
4: is, and you know, and I love seeing the families come in, mm-hmm. and you know, little kids, big tub of popcorn, you know, and they can afford an evening like yeah. this. This is great. You know, the tickets are only five bucks. We can get everything, and you can just see that. It's 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 almost like you know you get them out of central casting. I want the kid who looks like they're just dying to see the movie. I want a big tub of popcorn. I want mom and dad going, hey, you know, holding hands with the kids walking in. It's it's like it's like Rockwell
5: painting. It is, and I, I think you and Gail talked a little bit about this, but we really want movies to be for everyone. Yeah. and you know, for some. Uh, The regular price is still very affordable because if you think about uh, outside entertainment, going to a a professional game or an opera or a play or anything else, uh, movie tickets are still very affordable. But we also realize if you have a big family, even at that, it's a little tough sometimes. And so Tuesdays, our matinees, our summer kids series – Just allow everyone to be able to get out into the movie theater and have that communal experience you and Gail talked about. Absolutely.
4: We're going to be talking more with our friends at the Megaplex Theatres. Throughout the morning here at KSL News Radio, let's take a break here for our news. I'm almost on time. Close, you know. I mean, yeah, this is this is close enough. That's way earlier than normal. <laughs> oh, thank you.
2: He always is there to just wrap <laughs> me out. You know? they're running yeah. to the booth. I can just see. Him. That's right.
4: They're going. Oh, shoot! He's on time. We better start running. 9:30 <laughs> here at KSL News Radio. We'll be right back with more of the movie show from Jordan Commons Megaplex Theaters. And
3: now the big movie review. Doug and Steve tell you everything your family needs to know about the biggest release of the week. Doug, Steve,
4: Andy, and Dawn are going to be weighing in on the movie we're going to talk about right now. Let's get a little sound bite from The Flash.
7: Flash! <laughs> Hi. I love you! Thank you. I think you're here
3: now, Barry. So you're saying you could travel back in time. Bruce,
8: I can fix things. I can save people. I can save my mom. I can save your parents. You can also
4: destroy everything. You want to get nuts? Let's get nuts. (laughs) And when Michael Keaton says you want to get nuts as (laughs) Batman, it's time to really get nuts. Now, see, I've always known that you can go back in time because I watched George, George Reeves as Superman and when something was really going crazy in the world, he would fly backwards and turn the world around and take us back in time. This is not a new concept. Am I right, or am I right, Don?
8: That, that's absolutely
4: correct. Superman's been turning back time for well, fifty years. 60 so now, years. the Flash, who can go as fast as he can, can he fly? As, can he run as fast as Superman can fly, Don? So there is a comic in which they tried to settle that, and uh, <clears throat> let's just say they
8: did not end it.
4: They did not. So this is an ongoing controversy. It's an,
8: my son, who's, a, who's the Flash fan, he and I have this argument probably monthly.
4: <laughs> who's faster, the Flash <laughs> or Superman? Don Brinkerhoff, of course, is here with us. And I was mentioning to, to Blake, uh, you know, prior to Andy's ascension to, you know, co-hosting the movie show here in a couple of weeks, he was always our Marvel guy, right? Yes, and we'd marvel at his amazing knowledge, and you were the DC guy, yep. and we'd always count on you to do a little splaining <laughs> on, on some of the things that were happening. And so, you know, this one is a real interesting movie, because we've got the Flash, but we've got all kinds of things going on here, because, you know, we're getting into it in, in the, what, Marvel Universe? It's called
9: the... Multiverse. multiverse. Well, they call it that in both yeah. DC and Marvel.
4: But all of a sudden, you know, we're in different verses, as it were, with different. You know, th- there is an homage at the end of this movie that takes us into the Superman realm that honestly almost choked me up, especially when I saw the Superman I grew up with, and that was George Reeves.
8: Yeah, when uh, when uh, there's a there there is an homage, and you see pretty much all of them, I think,
2: except and- for.
8: Except for the current... Wait,
4: he's not current anymore. Yeah. Ooh. What you see is back, supposedly. Yeah. yeah. Well, well, it's interesting it's because... CGI. Because George brings back, you know, the memories of my childhood and then kind of the rebirth of Superman for so many... Christopher Reeves. And, of course, you know, with Christopher Reeves, there's just such a legacy and bravery in the movies and in his personal life that touches you. And so I... Although the homage on The Flash... I mean, was was he wearing a, a helmet that was made out of his dad's Studebaker, you know, uh, hubcap? So, so that's
8: Jay Garrick, who yeah. was the original Flash back
4: in the 50s and a little bit after that. A little bit after that. Yeah. Well, let's talk about kind of the, the overall story here, Steve, because The Flash is uh, kind of dealing with some things, and there are some things that make him want to turn time back.
2: Right. I mean, most of us know the, the origin story and the fact that uh, The Flash's mother has, has passed away, and it's been a few years. Um, but he's, his father is in prison for that, the murder of right. the mom, and, you know, of course, he didn't do it. We have a different dad can,
9: in this movie, don't we?
2: Um, I, yes, we do. Yeah, yeah
9: we, we do. Ron Livingston was one of them. Yeah. yeah,
2: and now it's somebody, uh, anyway. So he's always struggled with that, and that's why he got into forensics, is because he wanted to prove his dad's innocence. So that's the core story here. But then when he realizes that he can go back in time, then the temptation is, I want to go back and save Mom. Yeah. And But what happens if you do that, you know, there, there's always that butterfly effect, the ramifications of doing that. May alter the universe in a way that's probably not a good thing. Well, so. and Doc Brown taught us that,
4: right? right? I mean, you know, you don't want to mess with the space-time continuum.
9: Am I right? Well, yeah, because you never know what you'll change. You change one thing, and different things. And it was really funny. I don't, this doesn't give too much away, but at one point, they specifically debunked the end game time travel <laughs> theory. I thought that was kind of funny. Yeah. The DC movie poking fun at the Marvel time travel theory. Well, and then there's there's the
4: factor again that. Doc Brown, you know, warned us about is you don't want to meet yourself in the past. That's oh yeah, that, a, that's a real no-no, and that becomes a real no-no.
2: <laughs> well, actually, I think it's a very clever device. I mean, you've seen the trailer. You see that there are two berries, and the one berry that was younger, he was always obnoxious. So you've got the more the wiser berry making fun of the younger berry, which is all what we've been wanting to say. This guy's a jerk. He's yeah. been a jerk, uh, Ezra. Miller plays him beautifully, by the way, both of them. But I thought that was a really nice way of showing us that, yeah, the young Barry was a jerk, and we're going to call him out on it. I thought that was really nice. Nice way to show that, yeah
4: I, there are so many things, and uh, again, we need to be careful when we 're talking about it because we don 't want to give stuff away, but there were some real surprise moments for me too in the in the Batman category, in the Superman category in uh, in the the interaction between the different verses, as it were i I have to admit, I like this movie i, I didn 't know what to expect because sometimes when they start getting so complex, but this one didn 't lose me like some of the the superhero movies have this one i I tracked fairly well d liked it too i i
2: I like this movie it's a good solid three three and a half star movie for me uh The only thing that bugs me a little bit is the multiverse allows you to do stuff with stories that uh, it just sometimes feels like it's manipulative writing you know well, we don't like that how that went, so let's go and create a new universe where that's different um, uh, uh, it drives me nuts, especially. When you get to the last scene in that movie, and you're like, "What? What's going on here?" So, I was a little confused, but I I, I was entertained. You're talking about absolutely entertained.
4: Universe crossover.
2: Well, yeah, a little yeah. bit of that, okay. and uh, but I, I'll have to admit though, the visuals. I mean, even that opening scene, and I know people are whining about the CGI babies, but I'm glad they didn't look oh, real because that, that would have freaked me out. <laughs> there's there's
4: one there. line in here where he goes. A baby shower. And I just <laughs> went. All of a sudden, it took the horror out of it for me. And I don't, I, I don't want to say. Uh, but but I have to tell you, there is a scene where a dog is dropping through the air. <laughs> and his tongue is gone. I just sat there and laughed my butt off at yeah. this dog and the expressions on his face, his lips flapping and his tongue
2: lolling out in every direction known to man. But I thought when Batman, you know. That was so visually just argh, when he's driving that uh, yeah. his little motorcycle thing, and it's just you're right there alongside of him. I thought yeah. the visuals were absolutely stunning, so I love that part of
4: it. Okay, because we're going to let Don have the last word because he is the DC <laughs> guy. But
9: so what? What's the grade? Uh, I give it a B. A B. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, the flip side of the multiverse thing is that it also allows you to uh, tell the stories forever because you don't have the worry of the actors aging out, which is really the concern when you're going to make the movies. But for me, the highlight was seeing Batman again, seeing Michael Keaton's Batman. I mean, I'm personally of the opinion that they gave way too much away in the trailers that would have been funner to discover on the screen in the theater with everybody else. But for me, it was a three-star movie. Ezra Miller did so good that you forget that it's the same guy playing both. Yeah. I mean, Michael Keaton, multiplicity level right, of, right. of doing it well. And so those were definite positives for me. And, and it, was, it was one of the better. It's not the best superhero movie of all time, but it's certainly one of the best that we've had in a while. But in multiplicity, you don't want to be the third copy. <laughs> no, you don't want to be the, <laughs> the copy of, of the copy. copy.
4: My favorite line is, Pizza Steve. <laughs> and he folds it up in his wallet. Okay, Don, you are the. Def- so we're three stars, three, three stars, me. three to three and a half from me. Why am I the guy that's liking this more than you geeks are? I know. That is upsetting. I, I can't say until everyone has seen it. It's the dog lolling scene that that sold
9: me. Okay. And, the and that's sh- in the closing credits. <laughs> they do an extra long close-up special with it. It is spectacular. <laughs> Don, you're the definitive word. Okay. Um,
8: I'm with these guys, Doug. This is a three. The reason it's not a three and a half or even a three and a half plus for me is there were two things. Um not one there's Superman. a well, there's always <laughs> right. never enough Superman. Yeah. Um, one was there's there's a pretty shocking scene. Don't take your young kids to this. There's 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 a scene, um, and they could have done it a little differently. I just thought they took that scene a little bit far. You know the one I'm talking about. Yeah. Um, and number two have to
4: do with kind of an earthquake in a building.
8: Uh, no, no, oh, I'm no, talking about clothes, burn. clothing and oh, friction. Yeah. 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 Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. All um, then. and I, Andy and I were talking about this next, the morning after the, the, the show and he said, well, I was actually okay. Cause I'd forgotten about it until you brought it back up. Thanks. Yeah. You've got to have a special suit to go that fast. <laughs> yes, you oh, do. Okay. The other one is this is like the fourth or fifth time we've seen this story. Um, comic book readers, We've seen it. In, we've seen the graphic. There's yeah. two or three uh, animateds that essentially take the same storyline. And so it's like, really, Warner Brothers, is there no one at DC that has a new idea?
4: Yeah. Um,. Other than that, I laughed out loud. Well, see, that's the nice thing about me being so oblivious on this stuff. It's all <laughs> new to me.
2: Well, it was funnier. There's no question. It oh, it was it? It's one of the funnier movies. Yeah, yeah. All oh, from DC. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I laughed
4: out loud.
8: I you admit, cried. I teared up. Yeah. There was, there's definitely a, a tear up. Um, it, it, wonderful movie, and, and as you said, the visuals. They finally got they finally got somebody moving at super speed right. And I love how this, how his speed isn't just a constant. It's oh, I'm going really fast, or I'm going kind of fast, or I'm going normal
4: speed. I love it when he's running out of gas and you know <laughs> here's all this terror and things happen around him, and he goes over and he breaks into the candy machine because he's, cause he's yeah. out of calories. Um, so yeah, it's
8: I, I I loved it. It was a it was a wonderful, wonderful. Did I hear he jump loved into it? the DC universe? But, but because of those two things, I have to come back.
4: And we off need of, to mention off of <clears> that throat> throat> as we are listening to Don, it, for those of you who are viewing this online, Don is in his, you know, I always tease him when he's running the movie show back at the studio that he sits there in his jammies and everything else. There it is. Well, he's in his Superman outfit today. I'm going to call it an outfit <laughs> it's today. It's jammies, Doug. Jammies, <laughs> it's really, the real they deal. really are jammies. He's got the little curly Q on his hair, you know. And you got the red boots on, too. Yes. and I, was, I had to look
8: a long time to find red boots See, in I, my size. I thought they had
4: the merry-maids at their house, and somebody just left theirs behind. I wasn't sure. so no, Cut the, cut the a, toes out and stick them in that. It looks good, Don. Thanks. It looks good. Yeah. All right. Well, there we have. We've talked about The Flash. Yeah. P- people go. Those go. Are, it's, it's a great movie. You know, it, it's fun. Even though you guys are not seeing it with the great... Oblivious <laughs> vision that I am, because I liked it better than you guys. It, it, it's a popcorn movie. Oh, it's it a summer blockbuster. Is, yeah, it's a summertime blockbuster popcorn movie. All right, so it is The
3: Flash. The movie show. It is not a donut hole, but a smaller donut with its own hole. And our donut is not a hole at all. On KSL News Radio.
4: Today the movie show is originating from the Megaplex Theater and uh, the original right here at Jordan Commons. And you know I, Blake I I always introduce you as the Big Kahuna. <laughs> but you know we had the Big Kahuna. Doesn't here. get bigger than that, right? And, uh, Gail Miller was bigger with us life. right at the beginning of the show and I am so I'm I'm really honored that she would come by. But it is so much fun to hang out with you guys. And on my watch, we have one more coming up on a Thursday night, on the twenty ninth of June, and uh, I'm I'm really looking forward to that as well. Let's talk about what's new at the Megaplex Theaters.
5: Well, a lot of exciting things happening. I think we you know we talked about our kids' uh, summer movies that right. we've launched, and those are going over just uh, probably our most successful year since we've we've rolled that out, and probably because one people know about it, two. Uh, you know, we're offering them for free for any of our guests that are on WIC or SNAP. Uh, and then we also have the Sensory Friendly uh, that you and Gail talked about, Doug. And then we're, you know, we're in the process of uh, developing some uh, some fun things. Uh, we have two of our theaters under renovation right now and, and doing some remodeling uh, in those. And then I, I told you uh, when we were at Gateway a few, what was it, a few months ago that yeah. we talked about yeah. that? Uh, we're Within the next couple of weeks, we'll be announcing where a couple new uh, megaplexes will be built with some uh, added amenities. So, uh, and these a lot are ground going, up? Ground up. Wow. Uh, yeah, two to three ground up that we'll we'll announce this year. Which ones are under res- renovation right Ogden, now? Ogden. Ogden is under complete renovation. Uh, happy to announce that it will be full uh, luxury heated seating, as well as we'll be bringing our uh, private label. A large screen format yeah. the platinum x to ogden which is every bit as cool uh, the only way i can describe it without you know we love imax we love our imaxes sure but uh, i honestly think we've we've, we've out topped the imax with platinum x in that we have two digital projectors in there with dolby atmos sound all the way through the ceilings and around you and uh then, you know, in Ogden, you're going to have those big, comfy seats. I just can't imagine a better way to yeah. see a movie. That one is uh, being renovated now. So we'll have that open for uh, the fall and the and the uh, holiday season. Gosh,
4: you think of the movies that... Uh I went to as a kid that uh Gail and Larry went to when they were newly married, and the experience we had you know thirty five millimeter and maybe one or two speakers if you if you were lucky often yeah. there was just one big speaker behind the the screen, and you know the again the the stickiness on the floor and yeah. the squeaks and the you think of the movie-going experience today, the one you just described yeah. that now is coming to Ogden. It's a different world.
5: It is. You know, Doug, when I started, and I, I started young, I got my first job in the theaters up at the Wilshire in Ogden when I was 15. Yeah. And do you know back in those days, uh, and maybe this will tell how old I am, but we didn't clean theaters between shows. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we, that was not even part of our job, and I was the usher. We kept the lobbies clean. Yeah. But what happened in the theater stayed in the theaters. And I mean, by the end of the day, sometimes it was difficult to get your seat bottom down. Yeah. You just kind of pushed everything <laughs> up under that. The popcorn. And that
1: was the standard. Yeah. That
5: literally was the standard back then. So in that amount of time, look how far we've come. Can you imagine going to oh. a theater and having to kick other people's trash oh, away? I know. And- I, know. I know. There were cups and...
4: Bags. We used to
5: play a trailer that would say, you know, after the movie's over, please carry out your trash and thanks. The guy would pop out and, yeah. you know, I don't even remember that trailer where I they do. open the theater door and all the trash go, comes out. And you go, thanks. thanks. Yeah. Yeah. And that was our way of saying, "Look, if you don't take it out, you're going to be sitting in it." And I, I just can't imagine. <laughs> That's some that,
2: tough love, right? Yeah, there. right. Yeah.
5: Things have changed a lot yeah. over the years. So. Yeah, you watch the tidy
4: family over there, and <laughs> that was the anomaly. Yeah, and really taking your trash yeah. out was maybe picking up one or two things and leaving the and rest. Just behind.
5: left it. Floors were sticky. Seat, like Gil said, seats were bad. It was the yeah. movie going experience. Right now is is better than it has ever been in it's our true. history. And I think, you know, part of that is because uh, our, our crowds are more sophisticated. And, you know, now that you can sit home and watch things, we want to do things. We still want that communal experience. But we also have to elevate that physical experience right. of being in the the,
4: the Yeah, because, you know, at, at home, I mean, now I, I look at my, you know, 55-inch, you know, and, and that's tiny compared to Steve and, you know, the guys <laughs> that really have the, the bucks. But... Uh, <laughs> I had to look <laughs> over just to? just to see the look on his face. But you know, we can we can have a fairly good movie going sure. experience mm. at at home. Yeah, but there's nothing like seeing it in the
5: theater. That is one thing COVID taught us. You know, before COVID, we, in the industry, we talked a lot about streaming and windows and studios and where they're going to put their movies. If COVID was, if there was any good that came out of COVID, and nobody was hurt during COVID as bad as we were, right? right theaters right. really had a hard time during COVID but one good thing that came out of it was we all realized how much we need a communal experience. Boy, no kidding. And it, you know, yeah, it's great at home, but it is fantastic in the theaters with a the communal experience. Yep. And then the, the studios realized that the streaming model doesn't work for them either because yep. there's really no incremental revenue. People don't know about the movies. And so the studios realized they needed cinema theaters. And, and then the guests realized we need cinema theaters And it's just nice to see things back and good again.
4: I think of the two movies that I've taken my little grandson to. My my other grandkids are still too young. But I took Conrad to Lyle, Lyle, Crocodile. He still talks about barfing up the cat. I mean, it's a whole deal. If we had watched that at home, it wouldn't have been anywhere near the same experience. And to watch him in Elemental the other night, and he was just, I mean, he was right there in the seat. He was absolutely focused on the screen. And his popcorn. But he absolutely loved that experience.
5: Yeah, we have the same experience with ours. And, you know, the, the thing is you, you're sitting at home and they're distracted and they're running around and they're yeah. in this room and that room. But you go into the theater and they're just glued there. It's right. a different deal. And, and, you know, the neat thing about Jordan Commons here and, and now at Geneva as well, and we're putting these more in, is if you've got a little one that's a little rambunctious, we have the cry, the old-fashioned yeah. cry rooms, the quiet rooms in the back. And, you know, let them sit for a while, then let them go up, and you can hear and see it. It's a soundproof room, and let your little ones run around a little bit, and then go back and sit down.
4: That is a great, great idea. Yeah. It
2: truly is. I told somebody about that, and they didn't believe me. Yeah, it's I know. Great. I know. No. Once you've experienced, it's great. Yeah, you know? yeah.
4: Yeah, you know, and it allows maybe a younger couple that before, you know, wouldn't have
5: been able to or weren't comfortable, you know, taking I think that. it allows you to train your kids to sit through sure. two Our kids nowadays are so distracted with social media and all this quick entertainment, they have to learn to sit for a two-hour, an hour-and-a-half movie, and that kind of helps you kind of teach them to do that yep, you know that's right
3: it's the world famous ksl movie show on ksl news radio oh yeah that's
6: right i think
4: you said <laughs> that it here. is the movie show here at ksl news radio broadcasting from the megaplex theaters jordan commons this is the beginning this is the epicenter of the larry h miller megaplex theaters today and they've got us in the vip area only you for the that? best, the of, best for the of best, of course. Of course. Right. Now that
5: the com- is it because the commish was here? <laughs> no question. You know, between the commish and Gail Miller, we just had to roll out the Up red carpet. I yeah. mean, yeah. You know
6: seriously.
4: Yeah, had nothing to do with Steve, is what you're saying. Well, he was third.
2: <laughs> I, I, know, my I know he's wearing, coat. Yeah, he's wearing his, his, his funeral
4: outfit yeah. today. So I mean, this is this is big time. <laughs> well, it's a cowboy funeral. I got my Levi's cowboy <laughs> funeral. Oh, we've seen a few of those. Commission, it's good to have you here. Virginia Thank Pierce you. with us.
6: Yeah. Nice now, to be here. I always like coming to the movie theaters. And not telling us stuff. And hanging out with Blake.
4: Yeah, and hang out because you guys are on the bard together, right? We are. On <laughs> the bard. Yeah. Okay. Uh, there there was something kind of cryptic. I'm going to go right
2: for the juggler oh, she, on this one. <laughs> She's not going to tell you. I'm,
4: I'm even getting my glasses out <laughs> oh, boy. on this. And it says where our incentive money is going. And there's, you know, uh, <laughs> Destined at Christmas, too, which we'll talk about. Then there was All Berries, which we will talk about. But an untitled episodic series from Paramount <laughs> was also approved for the Utah Motion Picture Incentive Program to be filmed in Summit County at the Utah Film Studios. Gary Crandall, who is the owner of the Utah Film Studios, he's he's like, thank you. you." He's been on. He's been on the movie show, (laughs) and he has actually hosted the movie show up at uh, you know his joint a couple of times during the Sundance Film Festival. He said, "quote We are thrilled that Paramount is returning, not coming, but
9: returning." (laughs) Doug spent some time on this.
4: (laughs) Returning to Utah. And we'll be providing a cash infusion into rural communities with this new project.
2: So <laughs> we well, know it's it tru- probably not Tulsa Kings.
4: Is it truly a new project or is it a transferred project?
6: I mean uh-huh. it's a Let's uh, hear get out of this one, yeah. Steve. <laughs> It's a episodic series by Paramount.
4: <laughs> Thank you. That's going to be filmed in Utah. It's going to be filmed in Utah.
6: At the Utah yes, Film Studios. we are thrilled to have Paramount
2: back. Uh, back. Do we know the genre by chance? Yeah. The
6: genre is probably set in the West somewhere. Really?
4: Yes. Uh, uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Mm.
6: Uh-huh.
4: <laughs> well, I think we've narrowed that down. See how much information I wormed so out of her? Definitely not Tulsa King. She no. just, she just repeated everything that i said back to me
6: you know what i've learned about all these years in politics and the entertainment industry plausible
2: deniability you
6: you answer the question the way you want to answer the question not the way way that it was asked asked.
4: yeah so see what i did yeah i i I saw that (laughs) so but this if it's what i'm speculating it is this is a big deal
6: it's always a big deal to have Paramount here. No, it's not a deal. It's a it's dill. It's a dill. Sorry, we're in Utah. It's a big <laughs> dill. Um, yes, it's a big dill, and we're very excited. Um, so we're just, you know, going to cross our fingers that the strike gets resolved. Oh, yeah,
2: yeah, it's forty-five days now, and they have. We're just any talking
4: closer. about that. Yeah. And, you know, when when an industry has had not just a big hiccup or a big problem, but the cataclysmic, epic incident in its entire history and then to have a strike just as it's bouncing back yeah it's
5: you know i think we're empathetic. we all want everyone to be paid what what they're due and and you know normally we lock arms with anyone in the industry that feels there's there's anything to you know protest or or to to try to get things right-sided but this is not the time yeah they need to get this resolved because, so far, it has not affected the film industry. It's mostly the television studios, but if they don't resolve this, then there'll be another slowdown of theatrical releases, which, yeah. you know, just just when we're back on our feet fully. Mm-hmm. To have that happen would just not not be a good thing. It is. Know. I
4: mean, you just get the, you just get it out of, of, of the coma. You get it out of the intensive care unit. You know, you've got it. You know, been on on some crutches here mm-hmm. and there. Now walking on, it getting back in the race, almost ready to run the marathons again. Yeah. And then you trip them.
5: Yeah. I we're we're just all hoping and praying that they resolve this in the next couple of weeks. Yeah. Uh, because we just yeah. don't want to see a stoppage of film again.
6: We so, really, we really need them yeah. to. Get, get to the table. That, that
5: has a big
4: effect. It does. On the economy of Utah I mean, at every level. Every conversation every
6: level. I have is. Yeah, we're, we're coming. We're bringing this project. We want to bring it to Utah as long as the strike is resolved. Yeah. So,
4: so meanwhile, back to this untitled episode <laughs> that's uh, coming from Paramount. <laughs> you tried, Bert. Sorry.
6: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> nice distraction. Yeah.
4: But, you know, would it, would it be safe to think that maybe somebody who has really made a name for him or herself... On Paramount, which is a staple of Paramount, might have something to do with the various things that have been on Paramount.
6: I mean, there are some very talented writers and directors that work at Paramount.
2: and have been She's putting killing things me, out. She's killing me, Smalls.
4: <laughs> She's killing me, Smalls.
2: thinking the governor good. in that little shop. All was- <laughs> right,
4: yeah. This is, this is like, you know, best little whorehouse in Texas, you know. Just I do the sidestep. Does a little sidestep. The cowboy hat slips to the side and fits down yeah, on the head. Great okay, song. well, let's get back and talk about the, uh, this one. Let's talk about Destined at Christmas 2.
6: I know. What is, it's not June or July in Utah without a I Christmas know. movie.
4: I know. Where's it going to um, be shot? Do we know?
6: Um, I think this is a Utah County production. This is brought to us by Candlelight Media, a longtime Utah production company who makes a lot of great, you know, cl- nice family movies, and they kind of air all over the place, um, yeah. Lifetime and Distribution and lots of others. And this is obviously, as you can tell from the two, a uh, sequel to a uh, much loved Destined at Christmas. So, okay. it'd be nice.
4: Yeah. All right. Oops, All Berries. This, I understand, is going to be shot in Emory and
9: Grand County.
6: Yeah. Wow. I think this is a movie about Captain Crunch.
9: I was going to say, <laughs> that's what I've been wondering ever since I saw the title is, uh, is this like the Flamin' hot thing where we find out how they invented Oops, <laughs> All Berries?
7: Yep.
6: I mean, there's some clues in there. Clues. Yeah.
9: But you're talking to the
4: clueless. This is
6: not a, uh, this is not the, this is the working title. The I working say.
4: title.
2: Oh, okay. Yeah. The uh-huh. distracting title. The, the distracting yeah, the So type. a portion of whatever they're filming is going to be shot down there. Is that just a
6: portion of a much larger movie okay. will be shot in Utah? Oh. Um,. It's very exciting for us, quite a bit larger, (laughs) and it's um, the first time they've shot in Utah. Wow. So that's really exciting for us, and I will say it's going to be a much-anticipated project. Wow. And if anyone does any internet searching, I'm sure they will figure it out.
4: (laughs) Independence Day 3.
2: No. No. Okay. <laughs> I yeah. kind of know but I'm I Oh, say. so you're going to you're holding out on us too? Well, I I don't know. I I don't want to disrespect the commission if she's going to not. Tell I mean, us. It,
6: it's been in multiple Utah papers.
2: Multiple.
4: Yeah, I think Sean that. means fair I it think out. actually yeah.
6: KSL <laughs> listed uh, listed something on their okay. side Site as well, so.
4: Anything else we should know before? You were such a highlight when we played Telephone Torture the last time Amen. you were here. She was in on, it was Mother's Day. And she goes, I know that. That's from Mean Girls.
6: I couldn't and, believe that you guys didn't know that one. Well, I knew it. Well, you had the answer.
4: Well, Steve didn't I know it. I came up with it. I didn't. See? But, hey, we've we've got one that deals with either summertime movies or lines about summer in movies. Okay.
5: And we're going to. I mean, between Blake and I. Now, I'm terrible at these what? things. You know, we need our CEO, Steve Starks, down here. He can name any movie anytime. Yeah, yeah. Really?
4: Jeff the Whipple. But, you know, Blake loves it when we really have a good loser <laughs> on telephone <laughs> torture, right? He wants to hug him. My favorite oh. line is go, I wish I could get him each a car.
5: If you're going to call in, today's <laughs> the be day because I'm here,
4: right? That's right. right? Yeah. yeah. Soft hearted Blake <laughs> is here. And we've got three doors. We've got the traditional movie show prize. Eh. We got the summer movie prize. Yay. That's cool. But we have the Father's Day big daddy prize. prize. Yeah, which you know is is worth the cleaning. It's three times. So let's take a break, pro. and when we come back, it's a rousing rendition, a summertime edition of Telephone. Oh, could, uh, get all perked up. Torture.
3: Stay with us. <laughs> the KSL Movie Show. <laughs> Telephone torture.
4: This is such a sophisticated segment. isn't it though? <laughs> this is something that the enlightened folks in our audience look forward to each and every week. Well, let's just put it this way: the people that love the prizes from Megaplex theater look forward to each and every week. because, OK, you ready for this, Steve? Yep. Option number one. Well, let, let's start with number three. It's the traditional Megaplex movie prize, which is very cool. Two tickets, go to any movie you want, any theater that it was is within the family. Two large Coca-Cola soft drinks and a large Megaplex popcorn. Yeah. Great prize. Lovely prize. Then this one, the family four-pack of Megaplex 2023 kids summer movie passes. 10 family-friendly movies, 10 weeks, $10 per pass is the normal price on that and they you can go to the sensory friendly screenings the open caption screenings spanish language screenings were available. by the way that's new right yeah, yeah that's new that's a year. that's a cool mm-hmm. one and then there is this little jewel how about the megaplex fathers day gift package six megaplex movie passes six count them six large coca-cola soft it drinks seems like more than 2 3 <laughs> Large Megaplex popcorn, refillable and enough to share. Three swig cookies, and they are really good. These cookie yeah. cups, ooh, 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 now available at Megaplex theaters. So, you know, casting no aspersions here, but I would go number one. Yeah, I think that's a good call. <laughs> you know, it's it's just, it's my insight. Unless you want the family four-pack. Yeah, you want yeah. the family four-pack. You just go, oh, that'll be fun all summer with the kids. There's no bad prize there. There That's, is I'm no. I'm just feeling really, really good. Are you saying there are no losers There here? are no losers there. No. Oh, there That's will be. Trust saying. me. Okay. So, <laughs> now, we're going to go for summertime movies or summertime lines from movies. Yeah, okay. Will. Are you ready for this? This is going to be big, Steve. You ready? Yeah. You ready? Okay. The KSL phone line to call. We're going to do this old school on the phone. You can't just, you know. Mentally. Mentally participate. It really helps if you don't mentally participate on the movie show. You call the number, and it's KSL Talk. Okay? Then we play a sound bite. We don't give you much time because, you know, you have to kind of know this stuff. You
2: don't want to look at it. Yeah, up. I don't want you to look
4: at them up. So here we go. Ladies and gentlemen, let's go to our first lose—I mean potential winner here on the movie show. Hi, who's this? Hello? We hear you breathing. Darth Vader. Darth Vader. It's Ronnie <laughs> Reluctant. Uh huh. Ronnie Reluctant out there. Hi, who's this? Hi, What's this so? is Mike. Hey, Mike, how you doing?
2: I'm just Are you on Mars, Mike? He's got one G <laughs> one G on his phone. Yeah. He's he's lucky talkie.
4: He's out in Utah's west desert, you know, hunting the elusive Oh, yeah. Okay. Thank you. She'll be here all week. Not now. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Mike, are you with us?
2: Yes, I can hear you.
4: Okay. All right. Listen to this soundbite and tell me which movie it's from.
3: Summer romances end for all kinds of reasons. But when all is said and done, they have one thing in common. They are shooting stars. A spectacular moment of light in the heavens. A fleeting glimpse of eternity. And in a
0: flash, they're gone.
4: Okay, the commission's got it. You got it, Blake? Not a clue. Ooh, not a clue. I know part of it. Okay, all right. I know
2: the second part.
4: Okay, Mike, your time's up. What's the movie? I
8: got nothing.
4: James Garner playing the older Ryan Gosling in the notebook mike embrace it what are you no wonder you knew that virginia (laughs) a loser you are a loser here you go bam
3: big freaking loser
4: yeah all right i still can't forget (laughs) (laughs) that hurts holding on to that Uh, twin
2: bed not falling off that's ridiculous anyway
9: let's go
4: back to our phone line and let's see if this person knows the sound bite that we are playing hi who's this Hello? Hey. Hi, how you doing? Great, how are you? Good. Who is this? David. David, are you feeling like a big wiener or a loser?
3: (laughs) (laughs) You're making me hungry
5: for lunch. A wiener sounds good.
4: Ooh, that does sound good, doesn't it? Okay, listen to this soundbite. Focus. And (laughs) see if you know which movie this is from. And you have to get the right episode, too. So here we go.
2: I
3: think Nick Fury just hijacked our summer vacation.
5: Awesome. Mm. Hijack your summer vacation.
3: Vacation. the. M- uh. You know,
4: nope. you're out of time, my friend. Which okay. means that was Spider-Man No Way Home. And when you hear the thing, uh, I think Nick Fury uh. just hijacked our summer vacation. Awesome. Yeah, Larry's saying that. Was Larry's got no it. Way Home. Oh, it's Far From Home. <laughs> okay. Well, he's still lost. <laughs> you know, there's, it's, it's one still, of those home movies. It's definitive. You know, you're a loser no matter how we go on that one. Wow. So do you want to embrace it? Yes. Okay,
5: here it. we go. Your best.
8: Losers always whine about their best.
4: Okay. Now, so we can actually keep this show on time. We're going to hold a brief hiatus here as we go to our news.
2: Check your pulse,
4: and here. then we're going to come back, and we will continue telephone torture. It's Steve is just. A, are you happy about that? Boy? Thrilled We get two segments. Wow, Commissioner, did you get both of them, or just the one? No, I only got the one. You didn't get the, the Nick girl Fury movie. The girl, I didn't the get girl that. movie. I didn't get the Spider-Man. She one. said that we didn't. It's
5: one of my son's favorite. He All loves right,
4: that one. we're taking a break, and we'll come right back with more. Of Telephone Torture.
3: The KSL Movie Show.
5: (laughs) Telephone
3: Torture. Uh, Nothing brings a
4: smile to Blake Anderson's face like Telephone Torture.
5: Oh, it just kills me.
4: (laughs) Okay, now, last you heard, we've had two losers on the movie show. We had a loser on The Notebook. We had a loser on Spider-Man. And it's Far From Home, right, Larry? Yeah, okay, all right. And now we're going to go to another soundbite. You can choose from the three Megaplex prizes. I'm highly recommending the Father's Day package, but they're all great. There shall be no losers on that, that's for sure. So let's go back to our phone line, which is KSL Talk, and let's talk to a potential big wiener. Hi, who's this? Hello? (laughs) Hello? I guess I we ran through scary, our last. Yeah. We ran through our last listener. You know. Yeah. Good timing. Yeah. Good timing. Good luck, you guys. <laughs> okay. Hi. <laughs> Who's this?
3: This is Matt. Matt, how are you? I'm doing okay, but we'll see if I know what you You sound
4: terrified. I'm wow. sensing a little fear and
2: trepidation
5: <laughs> in your voice. Yeah, well, I would be true. Remember but... back in the day you just called in, and now you got to answer all these questions? The I know. Pressure's it's even What's your worse. favorite color? Blue?
2: No, red? Ah! Puts,
4: puts a little more sport. <laughs> what I know. Puts in a little more sport to it. But this one, I would advise you to listen very closely to one key word in this and the voice itself. So, here we go for Matt.
1: Winter's a good time to stay in and cuddle, but put me in summer and I'll be a happy snowman.
4: Ooh, okay, Matt. The clock's ticking. I don't
1: know this one. one. That's
3: Olaf.
4: That is Olaf from which movie? From <laughs> Frozen.
5: Frozen! <laughs> ding, ding, Woo-hoo. ding. Thank you. Way to go.
2: Wow. <laughs> Blake
4: is so relieved. Sweating those We man. have a big wiener on the line right here. Okay, Matt, now you have a big decision to make, and you cannot lose on this one. We have the traditional Megaplex movie prize. We have the family four-pack of Megaplex 2023 kids' summer movie passes. Or we have the Father's Day gift package where you get six... Megaplex movie passes, six large Coca-Cola soft drinks, three large Megaplex popcorns, and three swig cookie cups. And a partridge in a pear tree. Maybe. (laughs) Depends. Is it open season on partridges? Maybe. All right. Okay, so what are you going to choose, Matt? I'll
3: take door number three. Door number
4: three. Wow, good for you. You've got the Father's Day movie passes. Congratulations. We're going to put you on on hold. We're going to shake you down for every bit of information we humanly possibly can and your safe deposit box key. So we'll look forward to getting all that information. But Thank you. I'll be here three weeks. Now... <laughs> Something like that. Okay. But, you know, I, I think that we probably, you know, because I always have what I affectionately called, with much respect, an idiot-proof question. Do you want to hear what the idiot-proof question is? even
5: more pressure yeah. on yeah, no. I do want to hear it, yeah.
4: Okay. All right. All right. Matt wants to hear it. Okay, well, actually, we had this one, too, and I thought this, this one will go for sure. Play, play a cut number four there, Gustavo. Here we go. I swim
0: here every summer in my adult life. Every summer. There she is. Lose. Oily. Oily. Oh, I can't take this no more.
4: <laughs> Poor squints from the sandlot. Man. That's a Utah favorite. A that Utah is a Utah <laughs> favorite. <laughs> yeah. But here is the idiot proof, just in case we... We didn't, you know, that if somebody missed this one, they need to be drummed out of the movie core. Okay, here yeah. we go. Play it.
3: Wow. Yeah, everybody's
4: nodding their heads on this one. Face off. And I said, we're going to play it to the bitter end until somebody gets, gets it. That one right. Yeah, Grease. There you have it. All right, Matt, congratulations. What's that, Saturday Night Fever? Yeah.
9: <laughs> that Same was, guy. That was Saturday.
4: That was the endless summer yeah. uh, that there were... That we had there.
5: All right, another rousing rendition. See now, aren't you proud? That wasn't so bad. See, there's a couple sad guys out there. If you call, if you call us or call Jeff, those we'll we'll
2: make sure they. <laughs> right <there>. Oh my <laughs>
5: gosh, Blake! Yeah. What 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 are we
2: gonna do? You are a softy. That yeah, is a that is a good person right there. He a soft, <laughs>
4: a soft touch. He knows,
2: he knows karma. Yeah. Yes, oh,
4: the movie shows nothing but good karma from that's beginning right, to end. That's right. Yeah, exactly. Thank you for sponsoring this classic radio moment each and every week.
5: It's, it's, it's wearing on me.
4: It's we- <laughs> wearing on you or growing Maybe on Maybe growing on me. Yeah. I think both, actually. So. Yeah, a little of both. Yeah. Well, on that note, ladies and gentlemen, and to have the commish stop by and kind of, you know, warrant the legitimacy of this great event. <laughs> you know, you got them all, didn't you? Except the one. Except the one. You didn't get the Spider-Man no. one? that was hard. All right. All right. Well, Kamish, you know, this might be...
6: Don't say it. I don't want to hear it. I have it... my
5: tissue. have <laughs> got a box here.
4: <laughs> I mean, this is, this is going to be our last... No. This is going to be my last chance to harass you about Eureka. No. The last chance to just kind of, you know, worm information out. Aren't you going to be a
6: special guest at all down the road? Define
4: no? special. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh, He's I, always been uh, special. Yeah, I've always been special. But that
5: would be fun. You guys yeah. can have him back now and then yeah. sit on this side of the table. Yeah.
4: <laughs> I'll just call in on telephone. Yeah, every week. That would be No, it's Doug. Doug
5: again. I actually might like that.
4: Yeah, he's I got know. his. He's got Ian's cell phone. He's got Katie's cell phone. He's got Tyra's cell phone. He's got Dee's cell, cell phone. He's got his cell phone. He's got Conrad's cell phone. And yeah, we I can't hit, block them all. And I hit them all at the same time.
2: <laughs> Conrad That'd has a awesome. cell phone, that's a yep. mistake.
4: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, you never know. Virginia, seriously, thank you so much. It's been fun. As you mentioned, for about the last 6 years we've been doing this yeah, and to have amazing. the commissioner of the film commission, you know, with us monthly and uh, even Love on some it. special occasions. It's been great. Thank you. And you're going to continue with these guys. We'll see. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> you're on probation, <laughs> you <laughs> guys.
2: I've only been here 26 years. <laughs> we'll see yeah.
6: how I, you but, do.
3: Exactly. Movie show. It ain't about how hard you hit. It's about how hard you can get hit and keep moving forward. How much you can take and keep moving forward. That's how winning is done on KSL News Radio.
4: Okay, you know, I failed to mention a little earlier, and I should have. I think I was just in awe of uh, having some of the amazing people here today, including Gail Miller, but I, I failed to mention that the big movie review, sponsored each week by Paris RV. Make every weekend a vacation with an RV from Paris RV. And every time I'm driving up, you know, I-15 from Eureka. Yeah, Sometimes I go through Santa Quinn and then up the freeway. Oh, my goodness. Their outlet down there is absolutely incredible. Well, they got inventory. Oh, you ought to see it. I mean, it is a sea of amazing RVs. So, anyway, a big thanks to them for sponsoring the big movie review, which this week was Flash. Flash. But... There's another really good movie, too, and I want to make sure that we uh, get in on this one. So should we talk about Elemental
5: here? Sure. Okay, here we go. Elemental. So you've never left
7: Firetown? Sorry, buddy.
6: Elements
0: don't make loss. My dad would boil you alive.
5: Why does anyone get to tell you what you can do in your life? I see a change in
4: you.
0: I've been trying to fill my father's shoes, but I never once asked what I wanted to
4: do. You know, there's so many fun elements. No fun intended, but I'll Thank you. I'll be here for three weeks, <laughs> not two and a half weeks, whatever it is. But I'll tell you, I I got a kick out of this movie. I really wondered where it was going. Now, I will be very honest. It's not my favorite Pixar movie, but you know, it just kind of a medium Pixar movie is always excellent. And then they kind of soften you up ahead of time, you know, with the hors oh. d'oeuvre. You know, here have a, this little appetizer, and we Carl's watch date. Carl's date. You know, the, from the up and Doug the dog and everything. Talking about and, the water people crying, man. And, I was oh, like. Oh, I know. His ah! his wife has, has passed on, and, yeah. you know, he's kind of vegetating a little bit. Doug's concerned about him. and The dog. You know, the dog. And spelled D-U-G, by the way. But all of a sudden, he's going to go out on a date, and it is so sweet, and he feels so guilty. He kind of looks over at his wife's picture up on the mantle, and, oh, my goodness, this just, you know just rings you out, but it sets you up for a good Pixar movie, and again, not my favorite, but I like this one, and it's about a family. We have fire people, we have water people, we have earth people, you know, kind of earth, wind, fire, and everything else, elementals, uh, the air, and so on. But it boils down to a cute little love story between this guy who is, you know, works for the man basically the government and he gives tickets and so on he's trying to figure out where this water leak is coming from and what's going on and he goes into the So he's fire. a water guy. He's the water meter guy basically and his name is Wade. name's Wade. Wade. I loved the names I know, too. The character you? Like, names were hilarious. Ember, Cinder, yeah, Cinder, yeah. Ember, everything else. And so anyway you know, so he's going to basically shut down this. They're they're like an immigrant family, yeah. And you it's know, like they they speak with the fire-ish, and we'll talk a little bit about that in movie news. The fireish, uh, I, I won't call it a language, but it's it's more of an accent, and it's it's really kind of cool what they do. But th- all of a sudden, the sparks start to fly between the water meter guy and the young woman who's. Immigrant dad is just determined she's gonna take over the business and will like, she... like immigrant families do. Oh, exactly. You know, take over the the bakery, the you know, whatever it might be. It's so clever, you know, the things that they're cooking, <laughs> literally, and so on. But where this goes and can can water and fire actually coexist and fall in love and interact? with one another. It's a sweet little story. I liked it. This is a good solid three star movie for me. You know, where most Pixar movies for me are four star or maybe three and a half. But I I really liked the movie. I thought it was fun. And I thought it made some interesting statements too, without beating you over the head on them.
2: Well, I thought propane Doug would have a problem because there were several laws of physics that were violated. here. (laughs) But I kept thinking like, it's Earth, Wind, and Fire, not Fire, Water, and Steve. I don't know why that kept popping into my head, but I thought it was cute. It is weird when some of the elements, you know, like, how are they going to, you know, when they finally do, do they just make steam? What was that going to be like? So I,
4: I thought that was kind of funny, too, because they are literally making steam. And you know they're
9: in love, yeah. haven't you? Made. A I can't believe steam? they didn't steam up a window. I know, as I know. like a visual gag, without even bothering to explain it, just yeah. having it there.
4: But I thought there was some real creativity in
9: the way the water would flow, oh, different things.
4: The look and, of it is just beyond. belief. When, when you think somebody is going to either go out or dry up, you know how they come about. Yeah.
2: No, I thought it was cute. I, I it, you're right. It's not my favorite Pixar movie, but it is. It's adorable. I I thought it was good. I enjoyed it. I was entertained. Um it it's just probably not my favorite one. Yeah.
4: It was funny when my daughter in law is quizzing, you know, Conrad about it He goes, Well, it was about a water man and a fire
9: girl. That's basically it. Yeah. yeah. You know, that sums it. it up. It's their love story. What did you think, Andy? Uh for me I really liked the whole immigrant experience, uh that they the way they depicted it and like there's a scene where um uh after her father's explained you know what's a high uh, honor uh, a gesture that they make to each other and and how well I don't want to give anything away but the way it plays out that that was the part where I got a little bit uh, weighty yeah. with the with the eyes but yeah. um the visually I thought the fire was the coolest looking of how they yeah. depicted it like you know Pixar animation just sets the standard I feel like and um but a good figure to me, my 18-year-old daughter said that was the most genuine romance she'd seen in a Disney movie uh, in a long, long time. That was my 18 year old. And I was wow. really surprised. I don't even yeah. know if she was was paying attention, but she came out. And she's like, "That was such a genuine romance. I yeah. loved it." Aww. Yeah,
4: and it was sweet with all the ups and downs and the "Ooh, I don't like you." You know, you're shutting down my dad's business, and "Ooh, this isn't going to work," and everybody looking down their noses or
9: their. Water figure or whatever, based on your romance. Well, it's amazing how you can tell a story that gets at things like prejudice and things when you just take what we all look like out of it and you put like it's water and it's fire and oh. you know if fire's walking through near the earth, well, of course they're going to be a little bit skittish and yeah. fire's going to be upset when water spills on them. Like they can take all these situations and, and you can relate to it and it can it can sometimes help take you out of whatever your own thought processes are and think oh. Hey, Isn't that
4: interesting, too, a when a little water splashes it. on the fire people, yeah. how part of the flame goes out. Yeah,
2: And, it's, and they're it's, mad. Like, yeah. wouldn't they be? Yeah. The water's why, pretty dangerous to fire. You? To me, it's like making a message film without beating you over the head with a exactly. message. Exactly
4: what I said. They don't pound you and beat you over the head with this. It's just a cute little message about all of our differences and get over it you know, type thing. Larry, he is the big booker. of. He's the bookie here. Oh, terrific you know? now. Yeah, <laughs> that's right there. There goes your reputation as if the movie show doesn't Can already. I put 20
2: do on the Giants tonight? <laughs> like, I think Sony, that might we get my you- reputation.
4: We've got to get your thoughts on this movie.
7: You know, this really gets back to Pixar's roots. Um, I-, I agree with everything you guys have already said that there. There's great animation. It's beautiful. There's so much for the kids to enjoy, but there's also so much meaning and depth behind the story. It is. It's a love le- letter to immigrant families. The yeah. director comes from a family um, who's all who also voiced Socks in the Lightyear movie and Ratatouille, uh, Remy's brother. Uh, so he's one of their voice actors as well. Oh, if you didn't ooh, know that, wow. but but um, you know it. it there's so much for the kids to enjoy, and then there's also so much deeper meaning for the adults. And yeah. so it's the kind of movie that every member of the family can attend, and somebody's going to get something different out of it because it's it's got all that those messages about immigrant families, but it also has such a deep meaning of parents and children. Uh, the the right. father daughter relationship in this mo- in this movie is great. I mean, as I like as I've aged and become a parent those hit me harder now, you know, and you start to kinda feel the emotion behind them so much stronger. Well, how many and, times have we seen that in movies too where this father or mother and you are you are
4: born to continue what they want you to do exactly. and what they've worked so hard to do. And right. that's not so much the case anymore. But it it was certainly prevalent when I was growing up.
7: Yeah. And and, and again the messages that they're conveying in this film aren't something that you get beat over the head with. Yeah. Uh, so it's it's a great family film for everybody.
4: How do you think it's it's going to do? Especially this
7: week, we've got Flash and we've got Elemental. So, uh, Larry, what are, what are your thoughts on this? You know, it's a perfect movie for the Utah market. Um, and it's really, uh, unless I'm forgetting something, it's really the, the best overall family-fit films that we've had since Mario Brothers. Because while Spider-Man... Was an animated film, it really was a superhero movie. And that's not always fitting from. You know, the three-year-old to the 80-year-old in the family. Yeah. And this one, everyone can enjoy. And
4: I literally had the three-year-old, almost four-year-old, but I had the three-year-old sitting next to me on this movie. Yeah, and to and hear
7: those it. comments yeah. and those reactions just yeah. uh, helps justify what we feel for this movie. And, it, you know, it's not going to be number one this weekend because The Flash is such a big film and it hits certain demographics that will come out and and spend more money on tickets. But this movie, you know, will be solid. It'll come in number two in the markets, and it should play for a nice long time. Yeah, absolutely. On that note, we're uh, hitting the top of the hour,
4: and you mentioned you had not seen The Angry Black Girl and Her Monster.
2: Right. I haven't seen that or The Blackening. uh, No, you know, that wasn't a slight. There, I really wanted to go see it. Yeah. Uh, is there a little buzz about them, or can you? Uh, yeah, the blackening track? is as a story about a bunch of people going to a, a Airbnb, a, a, a you know African American group, and they go into a room called the game room, and it's this thing that says, "All right, the blackest person amongst you has to die," and so they're asking <laughs> each other questions. Like, I mean, so it's it's in your face, but yeah. it's, apparently it's extremely well done, and I'm really looking forward to seeing it. It looks like it's a lot of fun, Larry.
7: I've seen it. It is hilarious. I mean, the, okay. the tagline on the poster is, we all can't die first. It's really a horror comedy film in the genre of a scream. Uh, and it's highly entertaining if you Good. like that type of a
2: film.
4: We have 15 seconds. Have you seen The Angry Black Girl and Her Monster?
2: I
7: did not. I apologize. Right. This is
2: that Frankenstein movie, though, where right. she takes her brother and, and reanimates him in an urban environment. It looks kind of scary but also kind okay. of cool. The
3: movie show. Spock, you haven't changed a bit. You're just as warm and sociable as ever.
0: No, have you, doctor? As your continued predilection for irrelevancy demonstrates.
3: On KSL News Radio. Hey, I want to remind everybody about
4: the uh, text line where you can join the Movie Show Club. All you have to do is text the word movie to the Cypress Credit Union KSL text line at 5750 Zero. Well, Stephen, I think we probably ought to do a little movie news here. Okay. Ready? Here we go.
3: Not just any news. Stop what you're doing and listen. Movie news on the KSL Movie Show.
4: Okay. Movie news, and here we go. Flash 2 could still uh, happen, but it depends on the box office. And, you know, you and I were talking about this, Steve, a little earlier today. The sequel—it uh, all depends on box office, and especially with all the things that are going on at DC right now. Script apparently has already been written that they would use, and uh, it's tracking to open at seventy seventy-five, you know, million dollars. And they're basically saying that if it will do what twenty twenty-one's The Batman grossed worldwide, about seven hundred and seventy million dollars, they'd be happy. They'll be happy with that, so we could be seeing The Flash 2. So it'll be interesting to see, you know, all kinds of plans are underway for a renewed DC universe, and of course it'll kick off with Superman's reboot, Superman Legacy, in 2025. So it'll be interesting to see. It kind of, you know, as everything does in Hollywood, kind of all depends on the, uh, the bucks. On that one, and the question is, would a sequel bring back Ezra Miller,
2: since he is, let's just put it this way, just a
4: bit controversial right
2: now. Yeah, he's had his troubles, but uh, Andy um, um, Mouchetti or Machetti, isn't it Machetti? Mm Machetti, I believe. Uh, He loved working with Ezra Miller. He said the kid is unbelievable. I will do a movie with him. But speaking of that, Warner Brothers just announced that uh, Andy Machetti will be helming the next Batman movie called Brave and the Bold, uh, while they also signed uh, him and his producer sister, Barbara, to a multi-year project, uh, any future projects that they might be working on. They are in the Machete family. They want to be yeah. part of their deal. Um, and they are currently working on the IT prequel, uh, Welcome to Derry, for HBO Max. So that will right. be interesting. Okay. Are
4: we ready for another Austin Powers movie? Absolutely, Austin yeah, Powers baby, yeah. 4. Heather Graham has said that she would love to return in an Austin Powers 4, and she said absolutely, hoping that Mike Myers and the director Jay Roach uh, can come back with a great idea. She'd like to play Felicity again, and uh, she heaped praise on both Myers and Roach. She said, "Quote, I mean, I love Mike Myers, Jay Roach." It was such a special experience to get to be part of the, yeah,
9: I loved it world.
4: So, you know, who knows? That uh, was
9: where I first saw her. That was the first movie I ever remember her in, and she was just gorgeous in that movie. Yeah,
4: yeah. Thankfully, you didn't see Boogie Nights. Roller Girl. No, oh, I didn't see that Roller Girl, yeah. But I think that
9: came out after Austin
4: Powers. Wow. I'll tell you, that was, uh, that was an interesting role. So, you know, her movie with uh, Mike Myers was uh, 1999, so, you know, what will happen? Now, there's been some discussion. She said that, you know, there there was a deleted scene from her movie with Mike Myers that, as she put it, would have revealed that Felicity is doing just fine oh. and kind of set the stage for coming back. So the prospect of another Austin Powers, you know, who knows? Uh, it's been kicked around. Mike Myers has said, yeah, I'd love to do one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we'll see. So, you know, who knows? There's nothing definitive, but Austin Powers... Four?
2: Question mark. Henry Cavill, who was conspicuously absent in a recent movie. Yeah. Uh, will be in a spy thriller called Argyle to open in theaters. Now, get this. This is an Apple TV Plus original film, and they are going to open it in theaters on in early February in advance of they finally figured it out. you know, And they're doing the same thing with uh, Killers of the Flower Moon and the Napoleon...
4: You know, we've been talking really about Scott. that forever. Killers of the Flower Moon. It's That this is fall, a right? great, October, great September. book. Yeah, but it, you know, there have been different things, and we've just plowed through all of the speculation. But uh, I'm really looking forward to that. But it's at least DiCaprio's in it, right?
9: It's yes. A, it's yes. a
2: great book. So Apple TV Plus is going to put it out in theaters and get the, the star power here. Besides Henry Cavill, we got Bryce Dallas Howard, Sam Rockwell, Brian Cranston, Catherine O'Hara, John Cena, Ariana DeBose, Dua Lipa, who's the singer, and Samuel L. Jackson. Wow. They're all in this movie, hoping to make it a franchise. The storyline is he is, uh, at first I thought, oh, no, this is born identity. He's a spy, an actual spy, who loses his memory, Mm. but is tricked into believing that he is actually the author of best-selling spy novels. But then when he finds out that that's not true, he goes after the people called The Division Uh who uh, have turned him whatever so they're hoping that they can make this into again it's the same thing with the flash if it does well they'll make more so that's what they're hoping for
4: does the name david g peterson mean anything to anybody no he is thought of to be one of the greatest producer of language in movies where Uh, it's where it's make up something i mentioned like Firish you know there's yeah. that little accent little crackles and different things that happen there peterson is one of the greatest purveyors of what they call conlang the universal term for constructed language and uh, he does it for television and film uh, did and he create film. like klingon or no he did it, it, but he did do thor dark world he did doctor strange he did uh, ray on the last dragon uh, he created the languages for Dune and uh, Dune Part 1 and uh, unique sign languages. He's come up with that. He's most prominently, prominently known for his work in Netflix's series adaptation of The Witcher and Game of Thrones. There are just different subtleties that show that this is really a different thing that he weaves in while still making it generally understandable. And I I was fascinated. He said developing a language for elemental, for example... He had to be really creative. The language in question that he really worked on was called firish for the fire people. It's based on fire sounds that represent Ember's family's native tongue. In other words, it's their accent.
2: Yeah, I was thinking some kind of a Scottish Some of the interesting things.
4: But he said he literally took sounds that were emitted from a burning fireplace, the crackles, the pops, the hisses, different things like that, and worked it into just the accent. It's not the language. It's the wow. accent it's to ca- the language. Crazy. That really intrigued me. I've always admired people that can do voice work and you know, Mel Blanc and people like that that yeah. are just so incredible. But this is really an That's interesting a whole little world. sub-tier yeah. of that. One yeah, of those it, things
9: you wish you could know about somehow. When you watch a movie, but you kind of have to watch the movie first and then find out all these little details that enhance.
4: Well, I'll tell you, the next time I watch this, and I certainly will with my grandkids, I'm going to be listening for that. Oh yeah, you know,
9: yeah. I didn't even know that. I didn't even notice anything like. That. I was thinking it was like a vaguely Eastern European accent. Yeah, sometimes originally. it sounds
4: almost a little Finnish in some places. Yeah. It sounds. It never sounded really Germanic to me, no. but more Scandinavian, whatever. But
2: then some of the culture looked like it was from India. Yeah, it
4: was really really interesting. So. There you go. That's all I have. That's all I got, too. So, on that note, let's take a. Do you got anything, Andy?
9: I, oh, well, I mean, it could come up in streaming news. I just know Steve is thrilled that Silo's getting a second season. Oh,
2: man, am I ever. In fact, the finale is today. And if you have not watched Silo, please. This on is Apple TV. binge-worthy. Oh, man. You'll get to the end. But thankfully, and this is what really drives me nuts, is when they end a season and then they say, we're done. They're gonna have a season two of Silo on Apple TV Plus, and it is definitely worth seeing. Yeah. The movie show.
3: Who's President of the United States in 1985?
1: Ronald Reagan. Ronald Reagan? The actor? Ha!
3: On KSL News Radio.
4: We are broadcasting today from the Megaplex Theaters, and we're at Jordan Commons and Another movie show as we have great movies opening this weekend. The Flash we've talked about. We've talked about Elemental. We like them both. And Larry, who books the movies, and I was joking, he's the bookie. You said you got a text from mom, right?
7: Yeah, yeah, my mom. She likes to discuss the fact that in, in his heyday, my grandfather was a bookie for a time period. So I got a text from <laughs> like her a real listening bookie. saying, yeah, you've got the bookie blood in you just like your grandfather's. So <laughs>
4: he books movies. You yeah, know? Sure, yeah. Yeah, oh,
7: sure. Yeah. I went a little more legitimate route. Yeah, that's mind. right. That's what
4: it says on the IRS forum, but we all know. <laughs> hey, let's talk about what you are booking for the next little while. Uh, we've talked about the big movies this week. What are you looking forward to?
7: You know, the one that's on my radar now, and we've, been having a lot of discussions. Uh, I've been talking about it with Warner Brothers because they finally have screened final cuts of the movie that I think is going to be really big for for everybody, but here as well is Barbie. Uh, oh, yeah. I'm really excited to see that one. My is already pestering me to yeah. take her to the screening when when we go see that one. You know, and I, I asked the question because it came out. It got a PG-13 rating. Up until that point, things we've seen, it's like you know the 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 writer and the director and the cast of this movie like it could lean a little bit more adult it could lean a little bit more child-friendly and what they told me after seeing it they actually had a had a meetings and Margot margot robbie and her husband who's the producer were there and they talked to him about the film but but she said that one of her favorite films growing up was robin hood men in tights yeah. and that was a you know great comedy with a lot of there, there was in you know some innuendo jokes and that kind of stuff. But for kids, a lot of it's over their head, and the adults can get the joke. But then there's still lots of humor for the for the younger kids as well, and that's what they set out to do with this film, and they feel like they really accomplished it. So yeah, there's going to be a little bit of edgy humor in it, um, but it still should be family friendly because it is Barbie. So yeah. that one, that one's really high on my list to see. When does that open? That 21st, opens the 21st of July, yes. 21st of July. With, oh. alongside Oppenheimer. Oh, so you know, big weekend all yeah. the way around on I, that weekend. We we
4: mentioned this before, but I am so looking forward to Oppenheimer. There's something about that era. There's something about that story. The angst that goes with it, the race that goes with it, the price that goes with it, and the victory that comes from it makes it absolutely mesmerizing. And kind of, you know, we talk about the space race, Well, there was the nuclear race, too, but on the one side, how real was it? And people like Heisenberg and so on, did they really suppress it like they said they did to kind of burnish their reputation afterwards? Or were they just not on top of it and they were more focused on V1s? I am really excited for this movie.
7: Yeah, me as well. I mean, the cast for that one looks outstanding and, yeah, just everything... The story about it. What story are they going to tell us? So,
4: yeah, yeah, it it it's really going to be amazing. And we've seen stories about this before, but they have been they don't seem as focused on Oppenheimer and the actual task and the 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 kind of the hell he went through afterwards, you know, especially. So,
7: yeah. and I you know I'd be remiss if I didn't mention the return of Indiana Jones. That oh we were just man! Briefly discussing that's coming out end of June. Um, and I, I think it's going to be a home run for us. I don't want to say too much about it yeah. this early out. But when, when
4: the studio rep came out uh, just before we saw the movie, uh, you know, said that the embargo had been lifted. Is that right? I yeah, mean, can, it's because, because they played it. Premiered
2: premiered it at a can. can yeah. Oh right. Yeah. yeah, but they prefer we not say anything until the week yeah out. exactly. And you know
4: because yeah. That that's a, a movie that all of us have been looking forward to. And, no question. You know, and yeah, everybody,
2: everybody is hoping that it goes out on a on a good note, on a high you note. You know, getting back to Barbie for a second, have you seen the new trailer with the two thousand one Space Odyssey music? And they introduce Barbie and to these little girls sitting around in the dirt and they're oh, playing yeah. with these baby dolls and she shows up and they're like, Throw the dolls away. <laughs> it I'm telling you, whoever's doing the trailers. For that movie, they are hitting home runs because it looks really fun. They showed us uh, an extended
7: version slash trailer at CinemaCon, and the cast came out and watched it as well, and they were all talking about it. And after it was over, the note that I wrote down in my book was, this is everything I hoped it would be and more. Oh, good. (laughs) So Isn't that great when that happens?
4: Sometimes you'll anticipate something, and you go, well, yeah, no, I, I liked it, but... Too much too much hype. As you look forward to the fall and even the holiday season, what what is just kind of pinging on that for
7: you? You know, I'm really excited to see the, the Dune sequel. Yeah. Um, that that was looks, my favorite movie that year. The first one came out. Yeah, I mean, and it did huge despite the fact that it also released day and date with the HBO Max at the time. Yep. And so imagine what this one's going to do, building off of the momentum of the first film the director and the cast at CinemaCon came out and talked about it and told us that the first one was really a lot of exposition and explaining about the universe and the languages and you know and getting to know the 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 houses and all the people and all that kind of stuff and this one is really going to take the action and the special effects up to a whole new level and um th- you know it'll be exclusive in theaters so we're really excited to see that yeah. one and uh, i'm also i mean Talking about all the DC stuff today too. You know, we still have we still have two more DC titles left to come in this year. Blue Beetle to me looks surprisingly very entertaining. I'm, I'm excited to see that. And then we also have the Aquaman sequel that's no. still at the end of the year. So where's that going to fit into the rebuilt DC universe? So um, those are a few, and not then, to
2: mention Mission Impossible.
7: Oh yeah, I mean we haven't. Even, yeah, I mean there are so <laughs> many great movies coming out this summer into the fall into the end of the year. Like it's just a it's a great year for film,
4: you know. It's exciting to talk about it this way, isn't it? To have the pipeline just full of great things that are just ready to hit, absolutely, and, and things to look forward to and be anxious. You know the, that that's the magic is anticipating the film and then being able to go see it on the big screen. Hey, uh, before we, we'll we'll do a little streaming news here, but may we could talk about? Uh, I, I know you're a huge Star Trek. Oh man, Strange Fan. New Worlds, yeah. Strange New Worlds. How are we doing there?
2: Uh, well, I've seen the first three episodes, maybe four. I can't remember exactly. Um, it's different. I mean, I the love the first episode. They've, they've taken it, you know, like sometimes when the old series would like take one or two of the characters and they'd go to like Earth during the gangster period or whatever. Yeah, yeah. There's an episode like that. And I thought, oh, no, no, no. So but I'm sure it's going to get back on track. I, I love the characters. I think Spock is one of the best new Star Trek characters there are. And Captain Pike is hilarious. So, and, and Nurse... nurse. Uh, if they make a Spider-Gwen live action,
9: if they don't have the girl who plays oh, Nurse Chapel B, Spider-Gwen, she is, perfect. she is
2: exactly what you'd want in a live That's action. That's a good one. Yeah. 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 So, yeah, we're, I'm really excited about it. I've seen the first couple, and, yeah, if you've watched the first season... You're going to be into the second season. Well,
4: still to come on the Infamous Movie Show, we have got uh, the Movie Show Top Ten. Yeah. We're going to talk about Extraction 2. Yes. I'm anxious to talk Which about should that. should have
2: been in theaters. Holy yeah, mackerel. I know. Doesn't that just That's kill just you? That's just nuts.
4: As I was watching that, you know, I just gone, this would be so much cooler on the big screen. How stupid... Why not take that money and then the other money? I, I don't know. get it. Everybody's still going to watch it. Sure. They're going to get yes. you know, views. they views. watch per, it again. Yeah, what, what do they call it? Views per minute or something. What, whatever yeah. that, that Nielsen term is that they use for streaming stuff. It is but, such
2: a great action film. Yeah. yeah. And then we still have the Yogi Berra documentary, uh, It Ain't yeah. Over, which for a non-Yankee fan, I was in tears. So that's... How can you be American and not be a Yankee fan? Easy. Even
4: deep down in your dark little heart. Yankees are love-hate.
2: It's a love-hate for the Yankees. Even
4: me, Utah's Mr. Sports. Of course, you know, I grew up in that magic era where it was Mickey Mantle and everybody, you You need to see this because it is really,
2: I mean, he's such a tender-hearted guy and very soft-spoken, says crazy stuff, but what a player he was, and it's all in that documentary. Yogi (laughs) Berra, some of the great
4: quotes of all time.
2: I love when he said, they turned me into a cartoon bear, <laughs> Yogi Bear. I know they, I, that's from them. Really? Of course, it is.
4: You probably think this world is a dream come true,
3: but you're wrong. On KSL News Radio,
4: we're broadcasting from the Megaplex theaters, and Blake, we, we've had a great time here. We got about you know another twenty five minutes or so of the, the movie show. And you know, whenever I'm I'm here, I love to be at any of your theaters. But whenever I'm at Jordan Commons, I really feel that this is kind of ground zero, this is the epicenter, this is the mothership, and this. And you know, I mentioned this when we were talking with uh, Gail Miller a little earlier. What you guys have done to keep this on the cutting edge. Nobody would believe this is almost a 24-year-old theater.
5: Well, I think, uh, you know, that's something that, that Larry and Gail, the Miller family and our organization, just, you know, they they believe if, if we own something, if we're going to run something, we need to do it right. Yeah. And they give us the investment dollars. You know, I was shocked when we were all shut down uh, during covid uh, they said, "Hey, let's take this time to do some renovations." That's when we gutted the the gateway. I mean, That's completely right. gutted the gateway and and started over there and 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 made it a beautiful theater for the next twenty years. You yeah. know, and uh, you'll see that now as we go back. And you know, we've acquired theaters along the way that we're going to go back and. Update and restore. And it, t- it takes time. Everybody's always saying, do my theater next, do my theater yeah, next. Right. <laughs> you know? and, and we're getting there little by little. I mentioned earlier, Ogden's under construction now. And uh, Geneva will be transforming into um, full luxury here really soon. And that's yeah. a new theater. Yeah. So just keeping up with you know the newer th- the technologies and, and comfort for our guests is always a, a, something we're working on. Every time I hear about the
4: renovation of the gateway, I <laughs> I think of like... Mine cars from Indiana Jones, jackhammers, everything. I mean, there are renovations and spruce some things up. And then there is – th- it probably would have been easier to totally rebuild that thing.
5: Yeah, you know, most of the time when we do – like in Ogden, we'll shut down a wing. And, and when we renovated Jordan Commons with all – you can shut down a wing and kind of stay open. Right. But Gateway, it was a li- <laughs> literally just going and wiping out everything and starting from scratch yeah. there. And it is such a beautiful theater. If you it haven't is. rediscovered Gateway Theater, you really need to go there. And all the restaurants and the entertainment that's around the theater there right. on the south end. Gateway is not a mall like it used to be. Right. But it, it, the south end has turned into be an entertainment and food district. And it's really, really fun. And a lot of things going on there.
4: It was fun to hear the buzz when Sundance kind of came back yeah. downtown to your theaters. Yeah.
5: And they were blown away they were and and you know they've committed they'll be back they're coming back next year and you know larry and the team did a lot of work to get uh sundance for us and it's just nice to offer that opportunity to people who may not be able to get up to park city and and and, you know you guys know it's getting really crowded up there it's a neat experience but it's tough sometimes in the winter to get up there. And so it's really neat to have a venue down here in the city. Absolutely. Absolutely. Hey, I want to remind everybody you can join the Movie Show Club
4: by texting the word MOVIE to the Cypress Credit Union KSL text line at five seven
2: five zero zero. By the way, I ran into one of our winners from last week. A uh, wiener? The the Flash. There are no winners on the movie show. There are only wieners. Daryl. He was so excited that he got tickets for The Flash. that's so cool. And he came up like, "Hey, I must be I have a good seat if I'm right behind Steve Sales." I'm like, "Well, I don't know about that," but he that was is, really a really nice guy, and I'm glad really he came cool. up and said hello.
4: Yeah, because we gave away what was it, three sets of four? Yeah, yeah.
5: So that that was fun. Yeah. Well, he didn't say hi to me. <laughs> he couldn't remember Doug when I sat. Uh, Doug was... and I sat together in banshees, and I walked <laughs> in and I'm like, "Hello, Doug." He goes, "Who are you?" <laughs> it was a dark theater. But... <laughs> it was,
4: and all of a sudden it dawned on me
5: this is the big... Oh, panel. no, no, no. Here we were in the most Too obscure, late. strange movie ever, probably the only two in the theater, but it was I fun. know, we were. <laughs> it was
4: absolutely <laughs> nuts. Okay, I think it's time for not telephone torture, but something equally as exciting, the movie show top ten. Here
3: we go. Ten nine. The KSL Movie Show top ten. Five, four, three, two, one.
2: By the Have way, you've got to get, you get your horse voice back. For, you're doing one of those
5: last yeah, couple of days. Yeah, at least to sign off, you got to do that one one last time. One more time? Yeah, yeah,
4: yeah. One more oh, time. Oh, see, now if you one say it, time. he's like, okay. Yeah, yeah okay. <laughs> Steve says it. Yeah, Faction. <laughs> it. Yeah, whatever. Okay, the movie show Top 10 is sponsored by our friends at Call Climate Services. Yes. So. Number ten is Past Lives. Out two weeks, has yet to
7: break a million dollars.
2: Well, the funny thing is, it hasn't broken here either. It's going <laughs> to open here next week. Next week, next Friday. It's only on twenty six screens. So. Yeah,
7: to be in the top ten on only twenty six screens is actually yeah, that's, that's really impressive. Bad. That is impressive. Yeah. So, have you seen it? Not
2: yet. Okay, we've, we've we we did. Oh my. Well, how is it, guys? Yeah. Oh, I haven't seen it. Oh, it's uh, it's interesting. <laughs> I liked it a lot. Yeah.
9: Okay, Andy liked it a lot, yeah. which equates to. Oh, I can't tell you now because it's next week. Just kidding. I got. I, I mean, it, for me, it's like a three, three and a half out of four. Yeah, that's, that's wow. how much I liked it. Wow. Wow. Steve
4: concurs. Woo. Okay, number nine is the Machine. Three
9: weeks, a little over ten million dollars.
4: The only reason, reason I'd, I'd see that.
2: Bert Kreischer.
9: Yeah, the only reason I'd see it is for Mark Hamill. (laughs) Playing the dad.
4: Uh, Number eight is About My Father. I have a really cool apron. I think
9: I liked it the most out of the three of us because I really thought it was
2: funny. I did, too. I I love Sebastian Maniscalco. De Niro. Who knew he could act that well? (laughs)
5: I was worried it was Get be Get that kid an Oscar. It, you know, people think, well, it's too much like you know, meet the Falkers or whatever, but it's not. It's totally no, it's different. Completely. Yeah. It's about sometimes it somebody
7: recognizes De yeah, it's clean. talent.
4: I know. Yeah. Yeah. I think he has a
7: future. Long overdue. <laughs> Long overdue, yeah. Has he been in other stuff? <laughs> <laughs> what? No. Breakout star. He's yeah, breakout. Mean,
4: big performance. It. Uh Super Mario Brothers movie. Again, I'm just giving up on this. To me, I watched it and I went, okay, whatever.
2: I don't even play video games. To watch somebody else play
9: video games, it's like, ah.
4: But the Super Mario Brothers fans yeah. are out in droves, Andy. The
9: hey, my kids all loved Mine it. too.
4: Loved it. Well, apparently a lot of kids loved it of all ages because it's, what, what are the domestic numbers? I have 570.
2: 571, as okay. of yesterday, 748 foreign. billion. It's been
5: our biggest surprise hit of the year. Wow. You know, we knew it would do well, but this is just off
4: the
2: charts. Has it been a killer for the theaters here? Oh, yeah. It's just been huge.
4: Still does very well. All right. Now, I want – Jeff the Whipple pronounces this the way I do. I'm curious. If you were to talk about the latest Fast movie, how would you – pronounce it how would you say it? i would say fast x there you go all right fast x but stephen has been absolutely it's like
2: pepto-bismol fast x what is that yeah, well you know what it is he has it's been fast bludgeoning 10. me no, 10, 10. no it is no. an x fast 10 your seatbelt. so <laughs> you're the only one that's keeping no, it his really mouth. is okay like the studio even told us from Did from fast 10 yes oh, oh yeah they said do not Say X. It is 10. Well, uh-huh. everyone says Fast
4: X. Of course they do. Those who are enlightened and those who are hip and cool. The and studio
2: told you anyway they'd call you
9: up, Andy? No, no. They up. put it in the email when they're like, just uh, remember, this is pronounced Fast 10, not Fast X. Oh, they did. Well, they but only, you know what? There was a put... video game years ago, Final Fantasy X, but I thought it was Final Fantasy X until I was loudly corrected by all the fans of it already. There you go. But loudly. the whole
4: Megaplex crowd is going Fast X. That's what we've always I'm the it. most enlightened person on the movie show, so yeah. I'm going Fast X. Right. So these guys. Part of
2: the Roman numeral, right?
4: <laughs> yeah. Oh, I always that what that is. <laughs> yeah.
9: Okay. Number... I like Star Wars episode Vi. <laughs> <laughs>
4: fast and, and or The later v- v- it was, it was VI. V- I, v- I, v- I. <laughs> fast X has made about what $140 million. Uh one yeah,
2: 145, 21 foreign. The numbers are from the foreign box office. They are okay. They're loving over fast.
4: Ten. The, the Boogeyman. I was surprised by this movie how much I liked it. I am I surprised that
2: you did like it. You know,
4: I, I don't love horror movies a lot and you know kind of the bit but this one actually had a plot. It was actually kind of interesting. It well actually acted. Made, Yeah. And and I liked it. There were some sub subplots that were going on. And it on.
7: proves you can be scary and not be gory and rated R. That's it's right. PG thirteen. You can right. still scare the the
2: pajamas. You off could of tell people. <laughs> that the guy that made this movie loved good suspenseful horror films. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. And it's done twenty seven and fifteen. That's forty two million bucks yep. on a movie that probably cost twenty seven fifty to make.
4: Yep. Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three. You know, other than the peril for animals uh, or perceived animals. Uh I I really like this movie. I I would not get my wife through this movie with just those kind of sweet little animals that are being experimented upon.
2: Yeah, Dr. Island of Doctor Moreau. Yeah. Uh it's just gone over 800 million bucks okay. worldwide. Yeah. Uh The Little
4: Mermaid. I really like Little Mermaid. I mean, it's not my favorite of all time, but you know, I've heard of some people whining about what I thought were some ridiculous things, but
2: I I really liked it. Well, it's doing okay. You know, two thirty six domestic, one eighty six foreign. It's at four twenty two. You know, for a Disney movie, that's probably a little low.
5: Yeah, it's interesting. You know, I I think there's a few misses with it. It's a little long. They put a, You know, they put yeah. the extra song. They they play all the normal, the good, the, the music that right. everyone knows. But then they add a few. In the uh, darkness
2: of it, it's a little dark,
5: a, a little, little scary, a little bit scary. Yeah. But, you know, uh, it's really good, and it is exactly right. what it what it promised to be. Yeah. They didn't deviate at all. How is it done here at MegaPlus? It's done well for us. It's, yeah, it's, it's still been it's, one yeah.
7: of our top films mm-hmm. since it came out. It's, yeah, good. it's a shame when people make up their mind before giving the film a chance. Yeah. Yeah. That, yeah. That's that. Yeah. And Ariel was phenomenal. She's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. It's oh, worth great. seeing. It really is worth
4: seeing. Absolutely. Number two is Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. And, wow, I mean, we're in a lot of verses on this one. Chapter yeah. and verse... Uh, but, to tell you the truth, I got a little lost on chapter and verse.
2: But I'll tell you what, taking the animated animation to another level is just it's beautiful to watch. Every world was different. Yep. That Lego verse was yeah. hysterical. <laughs> yeah. And it's that quick. You yep. know how long that must have taken them to make that universe and then use it for five seconds? That's unbelievable to me. For, I thought, great film.
9: For me, I, I just loved that you feel the respect for the character. So you can have some fun, but not... You know, you're not mocking it, but you can yeah. have some fun. But you still love the character and the rest of the story is so good.
2: And they gave the other characters detail.
4: Yeah, the, you know. Thing that kills me about a movie like this, uh,
9: for idiots, you know,
4: who now are lured into watching all of the credits, it just goes on and on and on. The people that it takes to make a movie yeah. like that. I was I was just half joking with my wife the other day. I said, pretty soon they're going to list. All of the people that saw the movie, <laughs> we're
5: going to get credit too. I think that'd be the shorter part. Well, that would still be playing because a lot of people have seen that movie. Yeah. It, you know that, I think this movie has surpassed our expectation more than any other movie this year. Wow, it's done yeah. really well. Yeah,
4: it has done loads of
2: money. What's what's the grand total on uh, Spider Man? Yeah, it's at three twenty nine worldwide. Three twenty nine. I'm surprised not higher than that. Yeah, two forty one domestic. It's kind of only eighty eight foreign, which is surprising. Yeah, that surprises me. I wonder but, if
7: it's not hit a few of the foreign. Uh, Has it been in China yet? Yeah, Yeah, that's the key. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know either. Transformers, Rise of the
4: Beasts. I'm not a Transformers fan, but I like this movie much more. I was was pleasantly surprised.
2: I was not looking forward to this film, to be honest. And I was... Also pleasantly surprised. Okay.
9: I'd like to thank Michael Bay for setting the bar so low by the end of his run that these have been much, much better. You know, we've joked about this almost from the very beginning
4: of the Transformer movie. Some critic, I wish I'd been clever enough to say this, said, yeah, it's like sitting back
5: watching, you know, car parts in a blender for two hours. And This one wasn't that way. This one wasn't that way. Wasn't no. that way. And, right. it's, and it's retro, so it's kind of fun to go back, not too far, but right. just back a bit. right? And, yeah.
3: The movie show. (laughs) It's (laughs) It's real on KSL News Radio.
4: Okay, in the waning moments of the movie show, we need to talk about a big action movie that should have been on the big screen. Yeah, boy, Extraction Two. I mean, you would have had a. I mean, as if the Flash, as if Elemental, and if. You know, that was on the big screen somewhere. It would be nice if it wasn't maybe up against those. But I really like this movie. Let's get a little sound from Extraction 2.
2: Tyler,
1: you were clinically dead nine months ago.
2: But you survived. You fought your way back. You just have to find out why.
1: We got a contract. You were the client's request. We got to move. All right, everyone okay? Kids, you good? Why did
2: you come back for them? Do you know
7: her?
4: Well, I talk about a team where nobody will let anybody go. I mean, you know, the the old thing, you know, t- we we never leave anybody behind. Well, the
2: thing that got to me about the, uh, the end of Extraction One, he he has a kill shot through the neck, right? Falls off a bridge, hundred feet into murky water. I am like, okay, how in the world are you going to explain him coming back unless he got his Thor on somehow? And they do it, yeah, and they, they do it, it really well. I thought, okay, that explains it. Thank you. He's you know long time rehabilitating barely survives uh and the reason they're doing another extraction i thought was more intriguing and yeah. more personal than the first one. Well, it's
4: pretty realistic too when he when he is coming out of it and waking up it is kind of like why did you save me? Yeah, I mean, cuz he was such, so messed up. So messed up and everything. It was
2: Chris Hemsworth so you know.
4: I know. He's tough. But I I I really like the movie as you mentioned. I don't want to give away too much on it, but oh my goodness, you know the extraction, what they're going after, how it happens, the nuances of it, the challenges of it. But boy, I'll tell you, you know, I, I'm really getting bugged by the machine guns that are used in movies that never kill anybody, <laughs> unless Nazis on a train. Yeah, exactly. But you know, what did you think of this? What did you think of this
9: movie, Andy? Actually, didn't see this one. I, I wasn't blessed enough to get a screener for it, uh, so I have to watch it like all the regular folks.
7: Today. Like a
4: normal person. Have you guys seen it yet? I've
7: not. I must be like Tarantino that these streaming movies don't exist in the zeitgeist because yeah. <laughs> I, I didn't see the first one either. You know, it's like yeah. you hear about them and think, "Boy, those would make great movies for the big screen." Oh. And then when do you find the time to get around and watching them? So yeah.
2: <laughs> they do in this movie. What a lot of people have done is that continual shot of an action scene, I think there's a like a 12, 15 minutes scene in this movie where he's fighting his way through a prison, yep. through like a billion Russians or whatever, they're Chechen or what wow, I can't remember. Whatever they are. But they were cranky and they were unhappy.
4: <laughs> those, those scenes used to be reserved only for Robert Altman. Do you remember that where he'd go through that one and, oh, man, it would just go forever. How would you like to be the guy that blew the line on that? Or, oh, or
2: birdman man. was like that and then the uh, snake eyes oh, yeah. with the, yeah. with nick cage that opening shot was all Well the amazing. the
7: recent one was it Dunkirk? No what 19, was 1912 19, 19, 19, 19, 19, 1912 that was it the, the, the whole, whole, movie whole movie is 1917 there you go yeah 1917 yeah, yeah, no, it's supposed to be the entire film there's only like a like three or four cuts where they they were able to stop their filming, so yeah. those are pretty cool. Yeah, those. So, are no, amazing I movies. Saying,
2: I I give it a B plus. It's TVMA the violence and whatnot. Yeah, I'm I'm on a
7: three star.
4: I could I could be talked into three and a half. It's a and, Netflix movie. Yeah, Netflix, and it's it's official today. Yeah, it opens yeah today it opens today on Netflix. Anything else we need to? Uh, well, we mentioned
2: uh, uh, it ain't over. That's the Yogi Berra documentary, right? It's really good, and I hate the Yankees. So, uh, I just thought, you hate my Yankees. I am Utah's Mr. Sports. Doug, please, oh, let's not sell that please. anymore. Nobody buying that. <laughs> so, I mean, but more about his fraud? lie. <laughs> yes, I think he just called me a fraud. You know, you could at least let him go out on a good note. Uh, um, I'll wait till the last show. <laughs> yeah. I got a gift for him that he's going to get a, a kick out of, but okay. So it ain't over. It's playing in three megaplex theaters, Jordan District, Commons,
7: the District, and, and Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving Point. Point.
2: So if you like, it's baseball season, and take your dad.
7: Yeah, and I don't think you need to be a Yankees fan no, to see no, it. No,
2: absolutely not. In fact, he actually goes and coaches for the Mets, and you know does some. When Steinbrenner fired him, he was manager. He said he had a whole year, 162 games. Fired him after 16 games, and he sent his assistant down to fire him. And Barris said, "I will never step foot in Yankee Stadium as long as George uh, Steinbrenner owns this team." Well, he was a jewel, and everybody, if you're a Yankee fan, you're like, "He's the guy. How can you tick him off?" So uh, that's all in there, and Steinbrenner Mm. like, "Please don't hate me." (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, right. So it's really good. And then we have, um, oh, the Stan Lee documentary.
9: I was going to say um, it's all footage from interviews done with Stanley because, of course, he passed away a few years ago. Uh, But this new documentary out all in Stan's voice uh, from radio interviews, from TV interviews he's done uh, and seeing. Okay, so he's kind of iconic with his mustache and kind of his mousy mop of gray hair on the top. But when you look at him in like the 1960s and he's bald and he has no facial hair and the only reason you know it's him is because of his distinct voice. And so he's talking like, that's not Stanley, except for it sounds exactly like Stanley. But it it goes through kind of his whole rise to the top. I mean, if you don't know the backstory, he created pretty much, other than Batman, Superman, and Wonder Woman, he created all the superheroes that you love today. Uh, Just an amazing amount of talent between him and and, and the artist Jack Kirby and Steve Ditko. Spider-Man, the Avengers, all of them. Fantastic Four, some that people who only watch superhero movies haven't even seen yet. But And it's great. It. It's really and it even covers some of the the, the tough parts of Stanley's career. Like yeah. he did have fallout, at any rate. But is the I really his as well. Flash is not nice. his. Flash oh, is DC. Okay. But. Yeah, that's DC.
2: Seventeen years old though, he was made editor yeah. of the whole entire comic yeah. book section. Like Isn't that crazy seventeen. Yeah.
4: Hey, we're just about out of time, guys, and uh, this has been so much fun today. Another invitation to join the movie show club by texting the word movie to the Cypress Credit Union KSL text line at five seven five zero zero and we love hanging out with you guys at the Megaplex Theaters, Blake and Larry and Jeff the Whipple over there. Uh, yeah, what, what a great, great relationship this is. And. Uh, here's to making it happen
5: a long, long time from now. Agreed. And thank you for being here. We, we love having you guys. And it was here.
4: so nice of uh, of Gail Miller to come by today.
5: Yeah, we started the show off right. It that just was,
2: doesn't get better than that. Right? That was a real, real nice. Honor. You can see the spark in her eyes when so, she talked about the old days and them going to movies. And oh, you know, looking for change. It, you know, I thought.
5: Yeah, was, if you, I mean, if you haven't read Driven, uh, yeah. that, that book kind of talks a little bit about those early days of Larry and Gail. Really good book to read. It yeah,
4: absolutely. And, uh, you know, you want to tell us, of course, at the very end where these brand-new ground-up theaters are going to be.
5: And then the second will be in the south end of Eureka.
4: Eureka? I know that's a big, fat lie. So. Eureka and Mammoth. <laughs> Mammoth is just over the oh, hill. Just over the hill. Exactly. Hey, thanks so much. Really, this has been a, a great pleasure. And uh, one more movie show with me. Yes. And that will be on Thursday the 29th. At the District. At ready. the District. Okay. All right. Hey, thanks so much, everybody, for uh, catching another movie show here at KSL News Radio. And tonight, when you go home, please make sure you hug the people you love.
6: A gun in the face.
9: Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today.
7: Started two years of horror for an American in Venezuela.
9: They said, you need to give us your phone and get ready because you're coming with us.